Hello, and welcome to episode 161 of the Gaming Fix podcast on February 27th, 2021. I am your host, Andre Cole, aka your partner's favorite novelty Twitter account. I am joined today by Pat. Um, I mean, it's, it's the boring answer, but it's probably drill. Okay, yeah, that's fair. Gonna have to once he starts oh. super tweeting, you're gonna have to go like the super follows. You're gonna have to go to the pirate bay to get N- the drill tweets. Not I'll pay drill. It's fine. Um, not particularly. Uh, it's definitely not really for the faint of heart. But lunch enjoyer is also a prime Twitch follow. Okay. <laughs> Twitch or Twitter? Sorry, Twitter. I don't know why I said. That. Okay, yeah. Well, well, we're live on Twitch right yeah. now, and we're doing it my way today. Slash gaming fix. Also joining us, Allison. Uh, anybody else follow Gators Daily? Uh, because yeah. Gators Daily is good. Gators Daily is good. Gators Daily is good, and it suddenly got like sh- uh, shown on uh, last week tonight, which was extremely weird because I was watching <laughs> that with my parents. And I was like, "Whoa, whoa!" It's uh, like and it was kind of like a joke, and I was like, "That's the 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 Twitter I follow." <laughs> so. The one Twitter I follow. No, I also uh, I also uh, need to give a shout out to Mondo Mascots, who talks about Japanese mascots, because it is probably, that, that is my definite favorite. That almost Twitter. doesn't feel like a novelty at that point, because that's like actually pretty, that's interesting information. See, that's the thing. I, let me say like novelty, I don't know, but I mean, these mascots are sure novel. That's true. Because there's a lot of them where you're like, wait a minute, wait a minute, what are you doing here? More on Instagram, but Cheetan. Speaking of, oh, Cheetan is like, oh, just kicking the shit out of some like metal boxes and falling on their face. And last but not least, this week, Sam. Hi, Uh, I didn't think of anything to say that was funny. I was too distracted by Pat ruining our stream with Kingdom Hearts. Streaming the correct game that we should be having on as the. Some editorializing here. Finally, some uh, good. <laughs> finally, some good fucking games. As as uh, you've noted, uh, as you might Mario have noticed, Mario Party bullshit. <laughs> hey, uh, as you may have noticed, uh, Alex isn't here. So uh, when Alex isn't here, things then we get can a put little good games chaotic. on the stream. All right. So this week, I played Umi Neko When They Cry. <laughs> uh, the, the entire me thing. Me too. All, all, okay. Yeah, spoiler cast. Let's yeah, go. Spoiler cast time. <laughs> That that is a re- just the, quite the release from Pat. He is just so excited about yeah. Umineko. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, you can just hear let the excitement. Let me switch, just like, switch the stream over to my PlayStation so I can just play Kingdom Hearts again <laughs> while you while we do this podcast. Uh, this is like when I was on Super GG Radio when there Alex was out, and we just did a whole fake segment about how Joel had played undertale when he hadn't actually yet and so he just made up shit about undertale that was probably only funny to us when we were hosting and no one who listened because they're just like what are they talking about that's not undertale but uh yeah uh i'm gonna i'm gonna toss this out at the beginning this week hey if you've got questions you probably don't make it to the end of the podcast because who listens to a three-hour podcast but if you've got questions (laughs) comments ideas for our podcast send an email to gaming at fix.space 
and uh yeah that would be appreciated we'll we'll read your emails on the show if you send them so you've got questions we've got samsas we'll do a special podcast if we get a hundred questions we'll do a special podcast called samsers no one else has done anything like three questions in which, like, nobody sends one in because they're like, mm, I don't know if we can open up the floodgates for Samsers. The, the special Patreon tier. If you find our secret <laughs> Patreon, you'll unlock Samsers. And that's actually just a podcast where uh, I talk to the patron and answer all the questions they have. <laughs> Every single one. Incorrectly. Over, over a delicious glass of wine. Even if you're doing a test from home for your college education, Sam will answer it. Oh, Doesn't yeah. guarantee correctness, get Sam, but get Sam to take your tests. That'll go well. <laughs> Academic dishonesty, but you know, that's the Yeah, is there any the other brand? What's what I is academic honesty? Come on. <laughs> I mean, I have the like best the thing, degree you can get. Like in academia, like ninety percent of writing like papers outside of like science is just like looking at what other people said and then saying it slightly differently. Like that's just exactly no yeah, new ideas, I mean, right? You're not wrong. Every idea that is ever that will ever be thought has already been thought, and we're just remixing it. Generation remix, baby. Mm. That's well, you say that, but the Snyder Cut isn't out for a few weeks, so oh God. you can't keep. That's just the last. New that's just a remix. The last fresh idea, and then yeah, we'll all weep. That's no, it's not a fresh idea. It's did, just a remix well, of another the, existing. Did movie. you see that the 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 length of the it's Snyder a Cut? Yeah, it's just four hours. But four hours, one minute, like thirty-eight seconds, and it's also like four hours, ninety minutes too short. Broken into four movie, like four TV episodes. Is no, it? they changed that. They're just going to release it as oh, a four-hour stream. Oh, thank God. That's so much more stupid to just make it a four-hour-long single video file. Okay. <laughs> Can't wait to do our <laughs> podcast so, review of it. I am so glad that I, I'm not going to be on that episode I am because so excited I do not want to watch that. I am oh, God. so excited for this thing. I'm going to probably... i got to play like a drinking game or something. Sounds like good. You should watch the uh, Joss Whedon, the Justice League first. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh. I feel like it's funnier. I think it's funnier if I come into a a comic book fix episode going like, wait, that wasn't in it. But we'll (laughs) see. See how I how I plan. That's yeah, that's. I still haven't seen Justice League, so I don't know. Um, Sorry, Justice League. You need to make sure that you pronounce it correctly so that everyone knows which movie you're referring to. Yeah. I'm referring to Warner Brothers Justice League. Anyway. Starring uh, the Batman. The Witcher. (laughs) The Witcher and the Israeli Defense Force. God, don't. Let's just. Anyways, uh, video games, huh? And uh, I guess. Speaking of Defense Forces. Outriders, yeah, um, they're kind of a different people with people with guns. They are people with guns, yeah. They're like an offense force. They are colonizing yeah. as well a yeah <laughs> land that is not theirs. See? Yeah, <laughs> problematic, <laughs> I guess. Uh, uh, yeah, um, that's uh, one of the things that I like about Outriders is that there are people it's co- that it's colonizing. No, no, no. Mm, that people that that people are aware that. 
people are aware that it's not necessarily a good thing. <laughs> it oh, isn't, it I was going to say, it's like, Pat's problematic now, no, guys. It's very self-aware of... Uh, so the, the premise of Outriders is that Earth, like, died and in because the of climate century. change. Yeah, basically, like, I don't know. In the next... it basically, The setup is, by the end of this century, yeah. the Earth will be unlivable. Yeah, because of climate change. And so, um, they build two spaceships that can each hold like a few million people or something like that and um, shoot them off into space to, to go to a planet that they like to find a planet basically that, that, that humans can live on. And um, one of them gets blown up in like, presumably it like a, a terrorist attack. Although can you call people terrorists who are like going to suffocate on a wasteland planet <laughs> trying to escape. But um and then there's just say attack. Yeah, exactly. Then there's one ship left, and that one ship is the one that the cast of characters is on, and it uh, it makes. Actually, I don't know if the first ship necessarily exploded. I can't remember. It it did not like it didn't make it to didn't make it. So to I first, think didn't it? I think if well, they, they weren't on Earth, it was it was they were built in space, right? So um, you're right. Yeah, I think I think the way they implied is that it it just. They just never found it, and I think it could definitely be like. Maybe. My point is that it could the be expansion. content, yeah, like a story later on where where it comes back. Anyway, um, you go to this planet. There, they get to this planet, Enoch. Everyone's been in cryo sleep, so for everybody else, it feels like eighty years of drifting through space to find this planet was like a few days. Um, and then uh, they land, and it's very much like a kind of Mass Effect, like mixed with space western aesthetic where you're on this beautiful untouched verdant planet uh and some of the characters have dialogue about like maybe we're gonna fuck this planet up too and is it really cool that we just like slaughtered a bunch of people that were trying to get on the ship to escape and then came here and now we're colonizing this one too (laughs) so like are we gonna do the we're gonna make this unlivable too like it's gonna be the same shit um Um, which is yeah it's a little better than like not that I mean I like Monster Hunter World, but like one of the things that was like dissonant for me when playing Monster Hunter World is it felt like everyone was just like, well, "Yeah, we're colonizing the new land and killing all the monsters here." Of course, that's what we would do. <laughs> and I, I, the whole time I was like, "There's people who live here," <laughs> uh, but um, but in Outriders, there's at least a little bit of maybe what we're doing is wrong. But then shit also hits the fan in very diff- very hard, and there's a pretty massive tonal shift about. 30 to 40 minutes in and then you get uh diablos deni uh div yeah. div diablos deni because it's a lot like the division too so oh. it does feel a lot more like the division than like any other game i've played yeah uh it gameplay wise i would say it's 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 most comparable to the division um more so than destiny it doesn't have like in in Mostly in the ways that I think the shooting in the division isn't great, and I don't think the shooting is great here either. But I think the weapons here are at least more interesting, and like the abilities and stuff are more interesting than the division too. Oh, yeah. I would say yes, I agree. Uh, the, the division as a series, not the division two specifically. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, I played the Pyromancer like just a little bit, like. I played up through like kind of the end of the first like main mission, yeah, like past the tutorial kind you, of. It's you, still the tutorial, but you played like almost half of what's in the demo. Mm-hmm, I would okay. say, uh, uh, 
And basically I got to the point where the, the tone, like after the tonal shift happens and kind of got my powers and stuff like that. And like, so there are four classes, right? Four yeah. classes. Yep. And Technomancer, Pyromancer, Devastator, and uh, Trickster. Trickster. Yeah. So I picked Pyromancer and they're all kind of set up to do different like combat uh, like distances. Like you've got close range, like the Trickster and the Devastator mid-range with the pyromancer and then long range with the technomancer and so what the pyromancer does is that just like throws out like a wall of fire that kind of goes in a line and will light people on fire and if you kill people who are on fire then you get your health back Mm -hmm. i also get like a kind of like a lasso like a pull move like Mm -hmm. that was the second thing i unlocked was like oh i'm gonna hit this person and pull them towards me and then i can do more damage to them. Your melee is unique too, kind of like in. Yeah, thing. yeah. It like kind of shoots out like a little fireball. Yeah. So a little bit of distance I play, on it. Yeah. I went with the Devastator because I was like, oh, survivability seems like something that I want. Uh, and I've got like a wave of earth destruction, kind of like, um, uh, can't remember the name of that X Men character. Um, Gambit. The, the druid, the druid guy, Richter. Richter, yeah. So kind of like I'm sure everyone, like, everyone's favorite X Man, Richter. Everyone listening, I'm sure, very familiar with. They're Apocalypse screaming at their podcasts, Richter. Um, <laughs> some so, comic podcast host. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the yeah, I've got like Earth powers, but I can also armor up which I thought was going to be really useful and good, but it only lasts like eight seconds. It feels like it doesn't last long enough to close the gap. Because mm-hmm. like my my character heals by killing or damaging people who are close. Mm. Um, and like optimal assault rifle range is too far. So you have to get right up in close and then... Uh, but the armor doesn't last long enough and you're really unsurvivable outside of cover. So... I'd like I would imagine that this class gets a lot better with skill points and like changes in later in the game. Um I'm still intending on playing the full version and trying out a couple more classes. But uh the like specifically the the abilities were a bit disappointing. There is a close the gap move that I've just unlocked where you do like a big leap. I would suspect that there's a little more I don't know exactly how the armor drops work. If I know there's some stuff that's class specific and some stuff that isn't, so I don't know if the armor is class specific. But I would assume that the ramp. I think there is. Doesn't seem like it. Yeah, I wonder if maybe um, there is class specific armor if you keep like in the full game that you can get, um, and if that would make it more make you more survivable. Uh, I mean, there must be like stuff with like specific perks for certain classes, and they talk about on gear. Yeah, that's what I'm uh, getting at. Yeah, they talk about uh, in this interview about like there being specific like class specific Mm -hmm. gear. So yeah, yeah. so I'm sure that I'm sure that 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 you it feels a little more survivable in the full game. Um, But I think the biggest thing about survivability in this game, and really what sets it apart from games like The Division and the reason why I think it's going to be hard to help people understand like how to find the fun in it is you really have to be super aggressive and it's not so much that like 
you get your your survival because you have a lot of like health or damage reduction it's more just because you are healing constantly and developing a shield i i don't i assume the devastator gets a shield when you kill people at close range um no that's very strange because the trickster does so it's very strange to me because i wonder if that means the trickster is actually the tank class um because i think the trickster is just way way less survivable it feels like i'll tell you like i died two times in the entirety of the demo uh, I only died once, okay. but I felt like I was very, I I, I felt very damageable. Mm, I I I that felt makes sense. I felt like the it was kind of I was either in a state of so the trickster does has like a blade attack for your first ability, and then you have like a time bubble for your second ability, which slows everyone around you. And the time bubble is awesome looking because everybody moves slow. And then on top of that, when people shoot into the time bubble, the bullets hit the time bubble. And then they slow down and they start moving like really slowly and they can still hit you, but you can move around them very easily because they're moving very slow. It's really cool. Um, And uh, then you also get a teleport where you can teleport behind people. Um, And so you can do things like um, hit your teleport to teleport behind like five enemies, time bubble, so they're all slowed, and then hit your one and it does a big wide slash with your blade and kill all five of them in a single like one, two, three combo. And um, you get a shield whenever you kill someone at close range as well as health back. And so, I don't know, I felt like I was just like plowing through enemies. I never felt like the only times I died were once I died um, when I was trying to change options during a fight because the game doesn't pause when you go into the menus. And I was like, it's fine, I'm behind cover, they're not going to kill me. And they did. Um, And then... uh, the second time was on like the final boss of the DLC um, because I just got hit by their ult- ultimate ability um, and it, that did a shitload of damage. But otherwise, I was just like, just, just Swiss cheesing through enemies and it felt fun. It was, it felt really powerful. Um, so I don't know uh, if that's like a class thing or what, but. No idea. Uh, so, Pat, you were playing on PC. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. And how was performance there? It's good. Uh, I it it defaulted to ultra settings, and I saw some dips down into like the forties. Uh, I have like a four year old CPU and a couple year old graphics card, so I'm not working with like state of the art hardware, but I have a pretty decent computer. Um, and uh, it was it would stay around 60 in like the towns and stuff, but then drop into the forties when combat got hectic. So I dropped it down to high and then it's been solid at like 60 FPS and the full game has DLSS. So I'm sure that I'll be able to run it at ultra with DLSS on it. It'll look great. Um, and, uh, the only thing that sucks that they have already addressed and said is not going to be the case in the full game and that they might patch the demo with is, uh, the cutscenes and dialogue is all locked to 30 frames per second. Um, which, looks awful because you go from 60 frames per second to like chunky 30 frames and it's like 30 frames per second but it reports 30 frames because i use the steam fps counter but it looks really choppy and bad Hmm. in the dialogue and the cutscenes. um but i don't know i also have it on an ssd so i haven't really noticed much load time stuff some people are complaining that the loads are really bad um but i i haven't i haven't had that problem um 
But otherwise, yeah, I think mouse and keyboard is probably the way to play that game. It frankly, the game that it actually it looks like Division because of the 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 cover stuff. But the game that it actually plays like to me is um, Warframe uh, because of the way that you're like. I'm constant, at least as a trickster, I'm constantly moving very fast and um, hitting abilities all the time and like really uh, there's a lot of momentum. There's just a lot of like moving, moving around at high speed, uh, which not quite as fast as Warframe, but but sort of like that. It just doesn't have the same kind of melee stuff. So, uh, but I also was using I, I've been using a shotgun pretty consistently because I trying to fight at close range and when you time bubble and shotgun three people in front of you and they all like jib and explode in slow motion and they're like limbs and head fly off and float there and it's <laughs> pretty impressive looking <laughs> uh all right yeah it's 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 cool i'm excited about the game i will say the one thing that the game that the demo doesn't show you that i think some people were complaining about that i saw is um there is like a larger area where you drive around at some point because the if you pre-order it you get like skin a skin pack and one of the skins is for a truck so they don't ever you don't you don't do that in the demo at all but uh, i suspect it's probably a very borderlands-esque like larger area mm -hmm. you're driving around um yeah, yeah i don't know seems fun i like it i'm gonna play it um when it comes out in full and but i think that that demo is like super indicative of what it is and i think it's been kind of funny to watch reactions because there's been people who really really want it uh and i'm not even talking about any conversations you and i've had sam but there's people who really really wanted it to be a specific thing and it's not that thing and the reactions people are having about it not being that thing are like kind of funny because they're just like this game's gonna fail because it's not the i wanted it to be more like the division and it's not uh we'll, we'll, we'll talk funny. more about that later <laughs> that kind of uh reaction uh i played on ps5 sam you did the same uh it ran yeah. fine maybe there were a few times i was like oh the frame rate's like a little like iffy but like it it was fine uh like but never like dip below 30 for sure um i think it was probably close to 60 most of the time it's yeah, they're, they're tar they've targeted 4K60 for PS4, PS5, sorry, and 4K30 for last gen, which is actually pretty impressive. Wow, it, uh, probably upscaled, but yeah. It doesn't have yeah. any like super crazy visual stuff. Like, yeah, it's, it looks fine. No. I mean, I, I think it's nice. There's some nice looking stuff. Yeah, but, but I wasn't looking at it like, wow, this is amazing. I think it has some fairly strong art design at times, and I think mm -hmm. some of the. Um, stuff they tease in the videos of like, it seems like you fight a lot more like creatures and stuff mm -hmm. as the game yeah. progresses. Some of the designs for those are really cool. Um, mm -hmm. There's like just a, there's just a dragon in one of the mm -hmm. little yeah. teaser trailer things, which is like, that's awesome. Yes. I will fight a dragon with my weird, like energy shotgun. <laughs> mm -hmm. I actually, I actually got uh, mass effect vibes from the combat a little bit. Sure. Like, yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Like the, you know, the cover shooting the the abilities. The, yeah, totally. Yeah. Yes, if you had your, if you had like three people uh, yep. with you, then you've mm -hmm. got your crew and your comboing abilities and stuff like that. Could yep. be interesting. Yep, I think so. But I, as it stands, I, I would mostly play this solo. I don't think I'm going to pick it up. Um, I'm I, I'm going to give it a shot, like the the full game. 
but I really want to play it multiplayer. Like I really want to try it with other people um, because I feel like that will mitigate the survivability stuff that I've been feeling because sure. I'm the only person that's getting shot and the enemies always seem to know where I am, even if I like am diving between cover and stuff. Mm-hmm. What's and just- like moving around. So they did something that isn't as great for um, like playing with your friends, but also is good because it, it avoids the like mushy math that a lot of games have where there isn't really scaling. There's scaling for number of players. Like it gets the enemies get like, I believe they get harder if you have more players. Um, however, you don't like if, if I joined Sam's game and I'm level 30 and I have like, level 35 gear and uh sam is level 10 and playing on a world difficulty they have this world tier difficulty system um and playing on like world tier difficulty six it doesn't scale me down at all so i come into sam's game and i'm just like a fucking wrecking ball um Mm -hmm. and vice versa you can pull somebody else up to your level and then it'll be hard for them so i think it's smart because it's great if you can just join with your friends and everybody's stuff scales appropriately, but that then you start to run into the question of like, why even have gear score yeah. numbers at all if you're doing it that way? So um, the fact that it really does scale, I think is kind of cool um, and, or doesn't scale. And, and like, it yeah. really is just like you get very strong and can go into other people's games and rec shop is fun. Yeah. Uh, and also would mean that you could potentially Sam have fun playing with someone who's higher level if you or being the higher level person going into someone who's lower levels game if what you want is that kind of crazy power fantasy uh, yeah so I like the cross play stuff is just like a code yep. like you go it's into smart. the menu yeah. and you we should do that like it's basically friend codes yeah we should we should totally do that and, and try out the cross play and play together uh, I started I'm I'm planning on playing all the classes basically I'm telling myself I'm I'm into it and I want to pick it up and I'm excited for it, but I'm going to play through the demo with each class. And if by the time I do that, I'm bored, then that might be a sign that maybe I won't want to do that for a full game length because it's mostly going to be fighting similar enemies, I think. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm sure there's cool creatures in there too, but you're going to fight a lot of dudes with guns like in the demo. So, uh, yeah. yep. Well, uh, that's Outriders out... April 30th? First? First. April 1st. And the demo will be available apparently. What if this demo is just a big joke? Yeah, I know. I have, like, aha, gotcha. Uh-huh. The game's complete. It's a dating sim. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's Alex's uh, game of the year. Visual <laughs> there's some, there's some dope say. characters. The Shiva, the or Shira, the, the, the woman who, she's cool. Um, she's like a lady solid snake, like lady old snake kind of. In her demeanor, she's got, a, she's got an eye patch. She's got an eye patch and like a like a kind of like a cape thing going on, a half cape. And uh, there's um, there's Tomari, uh, obviously pretty good. Jakob's cool. I would he's he's dateable for sure. Um, he's clearly Peter Stormari, right? Know, we'll, yeah, we'll recognize that. You're yep. you're on yep, an alien right. planet. There's only so many people. They um, all better be there's dateable. The, there's a side. There's a shopkeeper lady that is. Um, I there's some sparks there already even when you do her quest like they're definitely like pretty flirtatious anyway so there's room for that um so yeah you know there's there's Seth that altered guy who's who thinks he's a god he's I mean kind of a hot mess but dateable 
can't say it's you a can hot mess him. without it being hot. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yes. All right. Well, uh, that's Outriders out in just over a month. Uh, check out the demo. The demo will be out in perpetuity, and yep. all your data will like transfer over. So yep. if you play and you're like, oh, yeah, I want to play this, you won't have to replay all that stuff in the full release. It, it's also funny. They said up and down it's not a beta, it's not a beta, but they have been taking feedback from the demo and doing like minor bug fixing and stuff like that. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean... <laughs> so it's kind of there, a beta. <laughs> yeah, there is... There's only so much like testing that QA can do, and like they've had yeah. tons of like server like you know pop like uh, issues just like matching demand yeah but it's I, se- it seems like it's built you know it's what they wanted to make it seems like and it's yes yeah functioning as intended mm-hmm. when it works so uh yeah just doesn't seem like the thing for me but that's okay i'll just keep playing dark souls games <laughs> so lie so lie so uh, close well, so close in the meantime, when you're not playing Dark Souls or Outriders, I, I hear you've been playing something else. You've been chasing something. Yeah, um, I have. Been, I played this week. Uh, super, one of the most indie of indie experiences I've 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 played. Um, a game called Titan Chaser, which is out of early access uh, this week. Um, it is five dollars, so <laughs> definitely like priced to be a couple hours long. Um, and it is, um, I, I, the team is like, I have all the streaming stuff up, so I'm not, I don't have it pulled up, but the, basically it's one person. Um, there's a voice actress that is, uh, I think pretty good who did the VO for the game. Um, and then there's the, the, uh, there's a musician that did like compose the music for the game, but pretty much all the design and, and development was done by one person, I think. And it's very clear that that's the case. They've talked on, I was looking at some posts on the Steam forums where they were talking and um, pretty much everything in the game is a, is a like pre-made Unity asset that they found. So it's like one person was like talking about how the hotel that you stay in is also used in like a very light erotic visual novel or something. (laughs) And... So they were like, I don't know where I, I recognize that hotel from somewhere. And then I realized where it was from. And the developer was like, that's very funny. Um, but the premise of the game is it's set in uh, Eastern Europe in kind of like what looks like the 80s, really. Um, and uh, things are um, weird. Uh, everyone's in a lockdown and can't leave their home. Oh, that's weird. Resp- <laughs> yeah. Uh, but That's they can't, something like, we don't know about. They can't exit their homes. And they can't respond to any like external noises or behavior outside, and uh, and it is because, presumably anyway, because there are these giant monsters that just are kind of showing up and causing problems. But instead of like violently destroying things, they're just kind of like like maybe they're giant humanoid monsters that are walking around and just stomping around can cause earthquakes or They're maybe just vibing. Yeah. To some extent they are kind of just vibing. Uh, and so your job um, is to be a Titan chaser, which is someone who like peacefully, there's no combat in this game. You're, you're kind of finding the way to chase the Titans off and get them to move away from the population centers. And you do that with your, um, with your car, which has a spotlight on it and then some environmental stuff. 
and it's got four levels with four different kind of monsters and uh again visually this is nothing to write home about it's very it's got a really good mood from the atmosphere like from the um fog and stuff and uh the lighting but it's it's really simple geometry the monsters like look kind of if you could see the monsters in full light and not as shapes in the fog they would look pretty silly i think um but uh yeah just looking at images of this though a lot of it is probably like silhouette and the lighting and the fog which is which is which is like like you said like a pretty pretty dang cool setting yeah it's and it's very much not a horror game like there's no jump scares there's nothing in it that's particularly scary but it definitely has the kind of vibe of like well i'm driving around in the dark and the fog and it's spooky even though it's not i know there's not and and you know you're looking for a big big huge monster so to some extent it's like oh when am i gonna see it um uh so yeah i don't know i i I enjoyed it i think it's cool i i don't think it's uh i think if you you're if you have you have to have kind of a lot of patience for um it being very much a, a like passion project from one person um but it's 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 definitely interesting uh and i would give it a look if you kind of like walking simulators too because nothing about it is particularly um like ch- challenging or uh puzzly really they give you the kind of give you the instructions for how to deal with the monsters each time and it's unique i mean you have to use your tools in different ways but it's not particularly uh complex either um but it's it's interesting the story ends in a way that's like I, I, the developer claims that that it means something but it is really weird and definitely thought provoking but maybe thought provoking because I'm like what the fuck happened <laughs> uh, I mean so. it literally provoked some thoughts from yeah, you yeah. So, I don't you know. were the real monster all along if you have a couple hours and, and one thing that's cool about it is the music is, uh, is pretty good um, and they frame the music as it's a cassette that you put in your car. Um, and so you actually like have to turn on the radio in the car to listen to the music. And it's and it like gets stuck. No, that would have been like a good song. That would have been good. But you, uh, I guess, but you get kind of like, um, you get, uh, kind of lo-fi electronic music, ambient stuff. And then Base every monsters too. Yeah, and then every other track though is like an old radio play that's in the public domain from like a long time. I mean, some of them like they sound like from like the twenties and thirties, and so that's kind of entertaining because like, and you can skip tracks easily. So, but it's it's kind of fun because you'll be listening, you'll be chasing these monsters around, listening to people do like a radio play, a horror radio play from nineteen twenty two or whatever, uh, and it's 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 kind of cool. It definitely has a cool vibe, um, and uh, I. <laughs> The music, though, I guess what would be considered the main theme because it plays over the the credits is the Stranger Things theme. <laughs> like it's remixed slightly, <laughs> gently remixed, but it came out and I was like, "That's definitely just the Stranger Things theme." <laughs> I'm, you sure it's not just that the Stranger theme is generic enough? Like I'm, po- I'm positive because I okay. listen to the Stranger Things theme a lot, and particularly okay. the remix someone did where they put Travis Gambino over the Stranger okay. Things theme. Um, this okay, is, I need to go find is, that. <laughs> it's, it's, that's very good. Um, but it's uh, it's just 
the the music in Titan Chaser is definitely do 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 I'm I'm assuming no one from Netflix listens to our podcast, and I hope they don't because this person you could Yahoo anime rules. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. Um, and I mean, I like the music for Stranger Things, so it's fine. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's uh, just one of those like I don't know if this should be here. Yes, and I don't know that I would say it's a deeply Stranger Things vibe. Like I'm not like oh, if you like Stranger Things, you got to play this game. It definitely has some. It's kind of in the 80s and there's giant monsters and stuff but uh yeah i don't know it's it's interesting though I, if you have you have a couple hours free and you're bored and you want to try something new and you have some patience for very lo-fi games uh it's it's worth a look i think if you liked umarangi generation most not so much because it's anywhere near as good or um and the aesthetic in umarangi's like intent has there's intent there um but but if you like the like kind of like just chilling out and exploring an area, then that's that's kind of what this game does too. So looks neat. I do want to check it out. Yeah, and I I, I like the concept so. a whole lot. It, it has some fun navigational challenges too, like because you you all you have is a compass and a map with the landmarks on it. You don't see yourself on it, so um, you have to you have to find stuff by the directions they give you. It'll be like, oh, this Titan's at Whispering Plains. And then you have to like look where Whispering Plains is, look where you are, and drive there. So that part's fun. Oh, that's Titan Chaser on Steam. Next up, who we got? Who we got here? Sam. We never know when you're going to have to leave us. So please. Please. Nine. And <laughs> In in nine game so bad in ninth in us. This is this is great segue material right here. So East Nine Monstrum Knox is the full name of the game. Uh, it's the oh, not the Lacrimosa of Dalmisa or whatever. Lacrimosa of Dana, which is Dana. the previous, or the Oath of Dalgana. I'm currently playing <laughs> Memories of Celsita. They actually reference um, Celsetta a few times Celsetta, in yeah, that is Monstrum, Monstrum Knox, uh, which is cool. They better. <laughs> R- rip Celsetta on the Taco Bell Pat, value menu. Pat's not playing this entire uh, <laughs> series for nothing. Well, I like, mean, imagine I if you played Trails of Cold Steel 4 and they just didn't talk about like any of the previous games. Well, these the Yeast games are been, much less tied together uh, than the Trails yeah. games. Yeah. So, essentially, in these games, you play an adventurer called Adol Kristin. Um, He has signature red hair, and his whole thing is that he's trying to go somewhere. They don't really tell you where or where he's from. He doesn't know he's where. He's trying to get somewhere. He doesn't know where he's going. And uh, he basically, he can't get on a boat without it wrecking. He can't, like, basically nothing goes right for Adol. Um, and he is traveling through a city called Balduk, which has a giant prison. Um, and at the gates of Balduk, as he's going in, someone's like, hey, I think you're a criminal. And he's arrested immediately on the spot. Uh, and he's then taken to the, the giant mega prison. 
And in the mega prison, he's as he's leaving, he he basically tries to he basically escapes. And as he's leaving, he meets this woman, and she shoots him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Sounds, then, yep. yeah, this woman who has a prosthetic arm and leg that are glowing with green magic energy. She's oh, extremely I mean, cool. That's I, very I, evil. I've, like, I green magic that. energy. That's evil. Uh, she's absolutely one of the coolest designs in the game, and all of the all the monstrum uh, have extremely cool character designs. So, like, Adol becomes uh, the Crimson King, which is a uh, like a a, a very he becomes a, a a seminal progressive rock outfit. Yeah, <laughs> he becomes a monstrum. <laughs> Uh, which is basically like a it gives him the ability to turn from Adol into the Crimson King and the Crimson King has powers so he's super strong super fast um, and he also has the ability to zip line around the world to points so like you press R2 and Adol will basically instant teleport to a vantage point which is really cool for some of the like stealthy sections and it's a great way to get around the town because like adult uh, the crimson king has a double jump um why wouldn't you just stay as the, the crimson king because the monstrum are all wanted um they don't explain why um but i think that basically it's because the villains who are kind of in charge of the town it's basically the whole thing is like a anti-authority like fuck the police sort of game. Uh, do um, how do they say fuck the police in it? If they do like insta buy, I'm gonna buy it like now. <laughs> there are no police. Although I would absolutely expect multiple of the characters to have an all guards are bastards t shirt. <laughs> the um so yeah there's like basically like it's on the cover. There's a load of different monsters <laughs> and you meet them all fairly quickly. And um, the each monster room has a different ability. Some of them are for traversal. If like, yeah, basically all of them are for traversal. Apart from like, there's one that lets you see secrets. So like switches or um, stuff that's so old you can't read it in the modern day. There's one that like lets you bash open walls and stuff. Like it's kind of Metroidvania e almost. The first one you get after um, uh, Adol's uh, Crimson Line ability is um, this ability that lets you run up walls, um, which is extremely cool for the traversal stuff because the the whole of Balduk, the city, is very vertical. There's a lot of like, I literally can't get up there, and there's some cool stuff happening up there. Um. The structure of the game is basically that Balduk is under assault by um, uh, they're called Lemuris. They're basically like demons. Monsters. Um, yeah. And they attack when uh, like certain things come certain things happen. So like when there's like a confluence of events the demons will attack and Aprilis, who is the woman with the prosthetic arm and leg will take you into the Grimwald Nox, which is like a pocket dimension. And in that pocket dimension, you then have to protect the city from these demons. 
Um, so every every section of the game has like there's free time where you run around the town, you do quests, side quests, like buy gear, uh, meet new characters, and recruit them to work for you. And then there's like there'll be a Grimwald Knox bit where you it's it's kind of tower defensey. But um, like you can buy stuff in the overworld to make it easier on yourself, like um, decoys and turrets and stuff like that. And then after that, you'll have to get into the prison somehow to get something. So like the whole the whole game revolves around that there's some real shady stuff happening in the prison, um, and you're shooting into the prison to do stuff uh, in most chapters. It's really, really cool. The combat system is awesome. Like, it's a Pat's played... You played East Origin, right? Which has the same flash move, flash guard system. Um, it doesn't... It kind of does. It's way more robust in East 9. It's not really a thing you have to interact with much in Origin. Um, I, I can't even remember if there's actually... If it's actually in there, or if it's just... There is, like, a button parry thing you can do. But it's 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 bigger in... So Yeast Iron is based on the the engine that they introduce in Yeast Seven, I believe. Um, so it's it's different. It's basically a carbon copy of Eight, from what people say, but with yes, a new environment. Eight, eight kind of took the the Seven was the first game that was sort of in the Eight style. It's there's a really good uh, sort of layout of it on um, on on Digital MLS, the the thing that I was using to look at uh but but yeah it's it's origin is definitely similar for sure so like base l1 is a dodge move like and you can use that anytime like you can dodge like or like in the overworld just randomly around you can run like do a little dodge roll and also r1 is like guard where you just where you guard against incoming attacks Mm -hmm. but if you time those right so you dodge out of the way of an incoming attack at the right moment. It speeds you up massively. Attack speed, movement speed, massive boost for a few seconds. And if you flash guard, you guard at the exact right time, you get critical uh, critical hits on all of your attacks for the next few seconds. So it's a great way to take down enemies with loads of health. I finished the game this week. So um, it took me like... 25, 30 hours, I think. I haven't looked at the hour clock since, uh, like, I was about two or three chapters ago. Um, I really enjoyed the story. Uh, I didn't feel... I didn't feel like it overstayed its welcome, which there were certain bits of it where I was like, oh, do I I need to sit through this cutscene? Because I was playing, trying to finish the final dungeon at, like, 1am. Because I just wanted to get it done that day. Um, But, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed the... Uh, I'm writing a review, which will be up on the site this week, hopefully. Um, uh, But yeah, I would super recommend it to anyone who likes action RPGs. You can shoot the difficulty up as well. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's something that you you can play it almost like a Musou game at the lowest difficulty. And if you put it up higher, the flash guard and the flash move is like essential um, they mix a lot of the movement and traversal powers into the boss fights, which is really cool. So, like, uh, when you get the ability that lets you see hidden items in the area, you then fight a spider boss, 
and the spider boss can own basically you can only attack its legs because it's so huge until um you attack the right leg which you can only see using this hidden sight ability so you tap the right leg and the body falls down and you can attack the body and do damage the, which is super fun the boss fights are not like dark souls in their difficulty at all um and but 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 they are big set piece moments um and like yeah. of modern games that that's what they kind of call to mind to me um they're probably it's probably a better comparison would be some almost like Zelda mixed with like a Dark Souls kind of thing cuz they have a big health bar and you you yeah. zoom in on them and stuff but uh they usually have mechanics that are more like gimmicky i guess um yeah. uh but but they, but they're very fun at least in origin and the way that the game if anyone's interested in playing more of these games um the first two games omen and uh the second game that come together in a pack they have like a bump system of combat where you just run into enemies it's it's very fun not particularly deep but fun and then um yeast origin oath and felgana and yeast six napishtim all use the the napishtim engine um <laughs> and so they're like it's very fun it's not like it feels like lacking or anything but then um the salsita and uh the Lacrimosa of Donna and Seven and Mostrum all use the Seven engine um, with, you know, some improvements here and there. One of the cool things about the Yi series is um, th- all of the games are good in it and they aren't, it's not like, you know, well, you should just play Yeast Nine. Like, if you were to ask me, if, if, a, if a 22-year-old were to ask me what Final Fantasy game should I play, I would say, like, well, the 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 old head in me wants you to play Final Fantasy seven VII and eight and probably six, but let's be honest, the newest Final Fantasy is probably going to be the one that is going to be the most interesting to you because it looks modern and it plays modern. Um, Yeast is interesting because like every game in the series is has some unique elements that make it still worth playing today as much as it was the mm-hmm. day that it came out, um, which is is really cool. I think the the thing that you get with East Nine, like the the biggest criticism I have of it is that it does not look very good. Um, that's pretty. That's kind of a know, like, theme. It's a fairly small area, which is basically just like classic medieval town, um, and and uh, sections that are not inside the town are just kind of green fields. There's no diversity in the biomes, which is something that you get in East Eight. So there's a lot of diversity that's interesting. in East 8 because that's that's an island. It's like a bigger area. You don't revisit sections, whereas in 9 you do revisit stuff a lot. But yeah. you revisit with like different traversal powers. So like you're like, oh, I can just take this huge shortcut because now I can walk through walls or whatever. And I think that's a big part of like each of that's kind of the each of the games being very different, like origin very much feels super combat focused because you're going to probably play it three times and you're going through literally the same environment every time you play it so it's all about like getting good at the combat and seeing the mechanical differences between the three characters and then like i've been i've played some of salsita and salsita is just in a forest there's not a lot of diversity in the biomes but salsita is all about like exploration you're trying to fill a map in to find specific stuff on the map so I think that that's one of the cool things about the series is like they definitely have different 
even though they're all action RPGs where you kind of mash buttons and, and use like parries and dodges and stuff, they all have a different um, kind of world designs and like goals to, to follow. They're not just every time you go in a linear path through a story. Um, they're, they're, they're always like doing different stuff with the way that they're designed, which I think means that sometimes there's going to be cases where, you might like one better than the other that isn't necessarily the newest one. <laughs> yeah. I think a lot of people have said that they think that East 8 gets basically the perfect gameplay mix. Uh, a lot of the character designs are really cool. Uh, I really like uh, Raging Bull. She's one of the monstrums. Uh, she has a hammer that's like four times the size of her. And right. uh, bull horns. Uh, she's very very cool um, she's an absolute badass uh, if all you need is like a hammer this- that's four times the size of the person let me tell you about dark souls smooth <laughs> hammer I thought you were going to say kingdom hearts no no kingdom hearts doesn't have anywhere near as cool of weapons in it as dark souls no big hammers there is a keyblade um, in dark souls 2 that is, which there is are, that's true there are yeah some pretty sick keyblades though but there yeah, are yeah the, the, You're not yeah, wrong. They are, they but, are generally so, cooler in Dark Souls. There's no fume ultra great sword in Kingdom Hearts. Let's put it that way. So I would really recommend it. I might say to a lot of people to try eight first. Um, a lot of people say that uh, like the gameplay in nine is really really good, but that the environment that you play in isn't that fun. Like the 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 prison is literally like gray walls and cement floors. Like and you spend a lot of time in that prison. Um, probably like twenty or thirty percent of your hours in the game are in this prison, which is literally just gray walls and floors. Um, so you know that that could be better. All right. Um, but Lacrimosa of Dana is set on like this beautiful tropical island, and a lot of the story in Lacrimosa of Dana is that you're pulling together a crew to like build a village worth of people and like each person you find and save adds something new to the village. Whereas like in Monster of Knox, you're like you're recruiting people for your like freedom fighting superhero team. Uh but like most of the time they just hang out in your base and you can interact with their like stuff they do or not. So like the you save these two kids and they're like apprentice um blacksmiths and you can go to them to improve your weapons, but like I never needed to. So I've I've literally only interacted with them like three times the whole game. I think that those games in general sort of suffer from a um thing where like to kind of get the full mechanical experience and really wring out all of the mechanical depth, you do have to play them on higher difficulties. But that can also make certain parts of playing them feel like maybe a chore because yeah. now you're on a higher difficulty. Um, I don't really know because I haven't messed around with that. But I think at least in I think in most of them you can change the difficulty on the fly. I don't know if that's yeah, true you with can. That. Yeah. So you can at least experiment and see. Um, but the real answer is you got to play the first two Yeast games and then you got to go back and you play Yeast Origin, which is actually pretty like comparatively newer but it tells the origin story that happens before the first two then you might think that you're going to play yeast three but no you're playing yeast four after that you can play yeast three. Oh god we don't talk about five five is we don't talk about it 
Next, you're going to play Yeast Six, which is set after Yeast Eight, but you're playing you're playing in release order at this point. Then seven, then going back in the timeline to eight, and then forward to Yeast Nine. That's the that's the Wait, order you play. Where is where is Yeast Nine? Is Yeast Nine after Yeast? Yeast Nine is the furthest along in the timeline. It is after Yeast okay. Seven. Yeah, like it's the Fighter timeline bullshit. The timeline is all over the place. But to Sam's point, the thing that is great about the stories of the Yeast games is after like. The second after Yeast One and Two and Origin, those are all fairly tightly tied together. Even though Origin's way in the in the past, uh, after that, the games definitely become at all like waking up with amnesia. Pretty much every game, because <laughs> something happened, <laughs> and and it's always a good setup because he like wakes up and then there's people around him who are like, "Oh shit, you got amnesia." And then they're trying to explain things to him, and he's trying to learn it alongside you. And then it's always like, oh, there's these six different characters in this weird situation. And it means that they never get caught in like a, I mean, this is intentional in Final Fantasy XIV, so I'm not saying it's a problem. But like in Final Fantasy XIV, uh, it's like been one story running for many years. Whereas in the Yeast games, every time it's like, now we're in a different kingdom with different people in it and the government's different and that other stuff did happen and we might reference it but now we're here and everything's different and it's very fun yeah extremely standalone yeah is how i would describe it's, east nine it's nice because it's there's enough there that if you play all the games there's totally breadcrumbs and character development that you get like there's certain characters that show up in most of them other than at all as well and stuff uh but uh but but they also can like say like this time we want to make a nation of sky pirates that exist on the other continent from the people you met before, and the story has nothing to do with the last one. Uh, and it, and it, it gives them a lot of freedom to just try cool stuff. Uh, Pat, I will forewarn you that there's barely any Dogie That's in unfortunate. East 9, unfortunate. if you're a big Dogie fanboy. He seems great. Uh, I enjoyed him in East 8. Yeah. Different. Some games he's there a lot. Some games he's not. He's the chief character that like shows up in most of the games, apart from at all, for sure. But yeah, I would highly recommend it. There's some really cool uh, late game story stuff um, that I really, really liked. Um, about the time I was thinking about checking out the story and skipping all the cutscenes was when they were like, "Oh, this is happening," and I was like, "Oh, I'm a hundred percent interested now," and I wanted to see what happened next. Those games are just super fun to play too, and in sort of similar way to like a Muso or something. Like they're not the same. Yeah. They're just you know they're they're a little bit mashy, but the abilities are really fun, and um, the characters are cool, and uh, <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's cool the, the traverse abilities in nine make make you kind of want to go around and do stuff. Yeah. So like there was one night when I was like, all right, I'm pushing to finish this game. I'm in like chapter seven or something. I was like, I can finish chapter seven today, chapter eight tomorrow, chapter nine, and then I'm done. But then like halfway through chapter seven, I was like, oh, I just got this new movement ability. Why don't I like check the whole town out and see if there's any new stuff I can get? And it was like half an hour of just like gliding and zip lining and running up walls to see if there was like new hidden stuff that I couldn't get before. Did, and that was super fun. Did you get pictures of the Spider-Man? Uh, there's, uh, there is a non-zero, no, no, you don't ever have to get pictures of Spider-Man, but there is a non-zero, like, the monster of our superheroes, and everyone hates them in the same way that people hate Spider-Man going on. Isn't it just J. 
JJ hates Spider-Man. Anyway. Uh, he puts out the propaganda, so a lot of people don't true. like Spider-Man. Yeah, that's true. There are a lot of idiots I mean, he's there. got an anyway, audience, right? There uh, are so many segues. That, speaking of prisons and free time where you decide how to spend your day and musos. <laughs> Allison, tell us about Persona 5 Strikers. Yeah, I got paired for Sonify stickers, which was very exciting to pick up. I haven't had a whole lot of time to uh, play it this week, but I am, I think, pretty solidly into the main gameplay loop of it, which is the like the least Muso game, Muso Muso game possible because like a lot of the dungeon setup is pretty much Persona. So it's like that you don't have like the all right you need to run to this area and uh uh fight a bunch of people and then suddenly you take over this area like that at least as far as I've seen does not exist in this. It is like very very close to Persona just with the like sometimes you'll be in a combat area and there's a ton of enemies and you go oh yeah this is a Muso. Um so Persona but you're 5 just progressing like linearly through a level or is it like a little less is it still like kind of got to run around and like f- solve puzzles to get through the level or anything? Or? So far the puzzles have been pretty mild but like there is like an element of okay we need to figure out how the best way to get into this area. So I I don't know to what extent it's going to be this kind of similar setup as in Persona 5 where you have to like come up with the route and then get in. But there is an element of, okay, uh, for example, we can't get to the the first uh, jail, which is the, what they do instead of palaces and strikers. Uh, I had no idea. Yeah, yeah. So I thought you'd do that, which is I thought I no, thought you just Persona Five. He spends like that entire game in a jail. No, cell it's called. I, I, yeah, no. I was like, oh, I didn't know you read up on Persona on Strikers oh. before this. Uh, that thing. Yeah, no, they're called jails, but like the first one is pretty much mostly just taking place in Shibuya. So you're like running around uh, Shadow Shibuya, and you're trying to get into the store where the. Uh, where the character you're trying to defeat is, it, is right? Is it the gun shop owner? No. Is that he in Shibuya? He's not there yet. No. Um. Okay. Uh, he, he, he's he's got to be. He's got to be. Like this is a Muso game. Like, you're gonna have weapons. You uh. Gotta you no. You order weapons. stuff online now. Uh, is it from? Is it from the? Is it Tanaka? Who's the? Who's the? Online shopping guy. He was the TV no, guy. The online shopping guy is now your new companion, who's within your in the team, who's an AI named Sophia. Who God damn it! Like, what what are they even doing? This is not my persona. <laughs> but yeah, but like for example, it's like okay, I need to get over this area in Shibuya, but there's like these uh, spotlights, and if if you run into them, like y- you won't be able to pass because it's just like you'll get immediately. Killed. So you're so you're trying to find like the ways to dis like disable those spotlights so that you can go through. So there is like an so it's like it, it it'll be interesting to see how far it goes with this. But it really is like kind of have a lot has a lot of the same DNA of like the Persona Five uh, palaces where you have the. Uh, the meter where you have where you have to keep it the um 
like the stealth meter down like a certain amount. So you are trying to not necessarily be like running in guns a blazing. Like you you can still you can like jump to different areas in the uh d- different places in the area and then uh sneak up behind somebody and then then attack them and once you attack the person it, like then that then you get into like kind of a smaller kind of combat arena with a bunch of with a bunch of enemies so that's kind of where the musa comes in um but but like a lot of it is like really persona 5e like uh you you do um you you do collect masks from people from persona you defeat and you also can fuse them like you know like you normally do uh frost in the game oh uh, oh yeah what is it? They wouldn't be. You can't call it Persona without putting Jack Frost. Hey, in. it's like Pokemon. Telling me the like gun Pokemon shop without owner isn't here. Like, that, listen, gun shop owner is just here. like I don't know. I'm I'm I'm, f- I'm fucking off. Well, I, also I don't know how uh, how long I'm going to be in Tokyo because from what I understand, most of the game is like you're kind of on a road trip with everybody. Well, uh, I haven't good. gotten to that part yet. Uh, right now, uh, right now you've just um, where I'm at is that. We just came back to Tokyo. I, um, Joker just came back to Tokyo and is like hanging out with everybody. And then suddenly shit starts going down, and they're like, "God damn it! We were just gonna go camping. We wanted to have a vacation and like have fun together, and now shit's going down. So we have to do the this all again." Um, so it's uh, it, it's it is like a direct sequel to Persona Five. Um, so I I would definitely recommend playing either Persona Five or Army of Jack Royal. Frost. <laughs> I've, I've heard that this game is like I've seen a couple of people say on Twitter that like maybe this is just how Persona games should play <laughs> like the, uh, that the combat's I like really really good I um, don't know if I would agree with that but it is interesting because it does have like the whole Persona strengths and weaknesses yeah. it's just all done um, like done in real time so like for example you'll be in this giant arena and you're like okay this is a strong enemy so i'm going to like go through my persona and see oh there's something that's strong against this so then you use that it's just like all done live i kind of i still prefer the the turn-based but that also might just be me because i like like kind of spicy turn-based combat sure, yeah <laughs> which is what i consider persona where it's like turn-based but kind of with like you know some depth and strategy to it so i really but at the same time it is it is uh i, I think the thing that I, that strikes me most about strikers which is an, i did not intend that to be a pun <laughs> is is just how persona it is because you hear like persona muso and you kind of imagine like you know i you know a, a persona muso whereas here it's like it feels very much like persona but with a different combat system added onto it so it's it seems, but it's yeah. It seems like the best thing for Omega Force is to have another creative team there that is like shepherding an IP to them and saying like, "Hey, make sure it still has stuff from our thing in it." Uh, oh yeah, I'm I'm almost one hundred. I'm like, yeah, I I'm, I'm almost one hundred percent that they worked super closely with Atlas in terms of like, the characters and story, yeah. uh, the art assets. Like there, there are certain times where they ref- like return to certain like areas. Like, 
Like when you're running around Shibuya, you're you're like, oh yeah, I know where that place is. Yeah. I know where that place is. And then you, cool. you, there's a couple of like places that you return to, and it's like all your familiar stuff. So it's it it really it does it really doesn't even feel like it's developed by a separate team, which is kind of neat. Um, but yeah, it is. I kind of wonder that too. Where it's like they have so, like one person doing like all of the, uh, you know story and characters and everything and then they're adding in the muso gameplay uh kind of add on to it but it's it's been really fun it's been really fun to revisit these characters uh, i found out that this game takes about six months after the story of persona 5 which is I'll, like i've i've finished playing royal like a little bit over six months ago, so it feels like I'm That's playing cool. it at the exact right time, which is kind of fun. And then I'm like revisiting my characters, so that I'm like, oh, it's my favorite. It's it's like I, the one I got weirdest, the weirdest uh, feeling like about like like just so excited for was when I saw Sojiro again, who owns the coffee and curry shop that you stayed in in Persona Five, um, because I was just like you're back and all these characters are back except for the gun shop owner. I'm sorry, Andre. Uh, sorry, <laughs> Andre. Uh, but, but also the new character, uh, Sophia is really, really fun. And I'm really excited to see more and of her. This isn't the new character from Royale, right? No, Royal? no, 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 no. Yeah. Royal. Yeah. It's Royal, not Royale. Um, but <laughs> persona, now, persona five, five Royale. Jeez. Coming to smartphones in 2022. Yeah, no, the new character. It's it's not the new character, and it, that is a bit of a bummer. That being said, uh, it is totally playable. Uh, I know that Pat asked me if, if yeah. playing this after Persona Five Royal would be any issue, and I don't think there's any. I issue I can live at with all. it if it's like um, missing some stuff. Yeah, I'd and also the new character. Um, one of the things that she's one of the things about her is that she is a really um, strong uh, uh, gymnast. Like she's oh. like she's like she is like like uh, like almost like professional gymnast. Like she goes to co mm -hmm. competitions and stuff. So you can kind of like justify it mentally, where you're like, <laughs> she okay, she's Jimmy. she got. She, she, yeah, she's like at some training thing. And so that's why she's not there. Um, so it's like, you know, of all the characters to not be there, you're kind of like, it, it makes the most sense, I suppose. But um, I mean, maybe, it's still, it's still a bummer because I think she's, I she's one of my, she like, I, I think she was one of the best characters in Persona 5. So I was like, it is a little bit of a bummer, but I mean, mm -hmm. it's, it's like, I'll live with that. And uh, Sophia is like, I the fucking best and i, bet they I, put I would her die for in, her i bet they put her in his dlc yeah that oh could be almost certainly with like a billion costumes uh i will buy every dlc in costume because it, it also that's the other thing too is that it has that just like one of the things that's so cool about persona 5 is just how much it oozes with style yeah mm -hmm. and it it this has that in spades so it's really fun um to just revisit too, so I. It, it, but like, it feels so Persona Five that to the point where you get into the combat and you're like, "Oh shit, that's right." <laughs> this isn't just normal Persona Five. This isn't just like a normal Persona Five uh, DLC. Yeah, it's 
sequel. It's it's it it's Muso too. Well, so I didn't want to have to buy this game. I'm gonna finish. It's fun. I like it a lot, and I'm I'm excited to keep getting more of the story. And also, it's kind of fun because you each of the characters plays a little bit differently in the Muso-y aspect. So you're kind of like it's fun That's to jump good. around through them too, uh, and. From what I understand, I don't think that there are the same kind of social link stuff, which is a little bit of a shame, but you do have like a team bond meter that you can do. So it's like, it's as less like you, you like talk as like an individual one-on-one and here it's more of like the, uh, the Phantom Thieves are all uh, bonding together. So it's kind of like different, but it's kind of nice too, to have that like overall group bond be kind of at the center of it right now i'm gonna finish dark souls 3 this week maybe this weekend i don't know the dlcs are frustrating infuriating i don't know what the word is that's kind of disappointingly so uh but then uh, which one are you still on ash still in ashes of ariandel i don't that one's supposed to be short i don't like the way it's designed i'll be honest but uh i'm gonna push through it um and then uh and then i'm gonna play 13 sentinels because I really want to play that game, and then I'm gonna, <laughs> and then I think, and then I think. I mean, I have yeast games to play too, but I, I want to. <laughs> I think Persona Five Royal is going to be. I'm, I'm hoping around May I can play Persona Five Royal. <laughs> when you can kind of pencil that in, yeah. yeah, yeah. These games <laughs> yeah, are not that um, long. These games are pretty. Man, the other the other thing that's kind of fun about having uh, that I just thought of of having Sophia in there is it is kind of fun to have uh, somebody who's kind of a separate character learning about the phantom thieves and kind of also since she's uh an ai is learning about human stuff in general but like at one point she's they're like she's like okay so these people are uh are hurting a whole lot of people yeah so why don't we just kill them and you're just like well that's very i'm a child i'm a literal child that's very smt3 of them which is like the one that's set in the future at post-apocalypse. The one um, that they're remaking. And they have yeah. to like, Nocturne, right? and, and, yeah. and they have to kind of like, uh, like it's kind of like a humorous setting, but they also have to kind of go, well, also we don't kill people. We don't want to do that. We're the yeah, phantom like we're also thieves, not the phantom assassins. Yeah. Oh, but well, I want to play the phantom assassins game, <laughs> but it's kind of funny where it's like, so we have this big problem, we could just kill her and you're just like oh god it's it's kind of fun to have that like little uh have that person that uh you know kind of push back a little bit so it's i'm excited to give this uh more time this weekend and hopefully uh get a little bit further phantom thieves Uh, have to change agent 47's heart I specifically didn't listen too closely to that conversation because uh, PS uh, P P five strikers is literally sat on the shelf next to me. Yeah. Ready to play. Um, I bet I'm, you like it a lot from what I've heard. Yeah, yeah oh, I, I bet so you too. will. It's it's very fun, and I'm excited to give it a little bit more time and uh, get further into it. Like I was looking at an article, and apparently there's like a like a cooking system. <laughs> That I have not seen at all yet, and I'm excited to see where that is. So, so every yeah. game has nothing now. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess you about Trails of Cold Steel. Yeah, I was going to say four, name a game. All of the East games have cooking. Yeah, big big Breath of the Wild vibes on this one. 
Yeah. Oh, God. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Fuck off. Speaking of fucking off, uh, I'm going to (laughs) go. Fuck Uh, off, Sam. Aww. I'm joking. Uh, and look after my child. But it's been good chatting. Sweet yeah, yeah, get a, get us uh, leaks on that Skyrim board game from Baby Todd yeah. Howard. Uh, he says, "Ah, oh, you finally awoken or something." And uh, uh, they woke up. <laughs> Surprise! Say that to that baby. Oh, he's gone. There's a very funny. I don't want to. I mean, it's outrider. Don't worry about outrider spoilers. Very funny. There's a moment. When the big shift happens in like tone and visual style, where you're you're you are your hands are bound and you're in the back of a truck and it is extremely Skyrim like. <laughs> and I saw someone make a meme that was like, "Ah, you're finally awake." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought about that when I, when that scene happened and it made me laugh. Just instead of solemn prisoners around you, it's people who are like, "I'm a fucking freak, man," and like doing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mad Max stuff. Yep. Uh, well also the thing that's kind of fun is uh one uh uh one of the things that i noticed i was playing it yesterday is makoto wants to go see a movie uh called drag like a dragon yakuza Mm -hmm. it's very funny so yep uh they're i mean sega so of course I was just very, I was like, that's very good. They should have replaced, you know what someone should do is replace the rams or like the sheep people in the movie minigame and like a dragon with Jack Frost. Wait a minute. They got to make a Yakuza Uso game at some point, right? They're basically those already. They're basically. But they're not now. <laughs> they kind they're of are. Now. They're not now. Not not now. They're but I mean, not right now. But but in the past, but yeah. The like the the you know one through six zero through six are basically that. Um, sure, but they've got they've got one sent so. in like old timey Japan, and they're talking about like maybe we're gonna like remaster remake the. Old time. I've always wanted to for, play that one or those ones. Uh, uh, I can't. Remember. Yeah, there's like two that they're talking about, yeah. like remaking, and because like we can't just do a port. They said like we'd have to like. I've heard that they're really good. Man. Everything about them is really good except the combat. <laughs> so so they made it a Muso game, but maybe they could take a pass at the combat and make those better yeah. and bring them to the West, please, and put them on PlayStation Five. Which is funny because you're still. It's just like the same characters, but they're just. Oh, like, I know. Yes, they're just transposed. Tiny, yeah. Yes, yeah. On, onto like the Meiji era or whenever it takes place. Yeah, very silly. Um, anyway, it's also like still about like an orphanage. <laughs> Probably, yeah. I mean, that's like <laughs> From everyone, what I've seen. Like, I looked yeah, into playing them. Uh, like, like there like are always translations. There's always an orphan. Uh, yeah. Well. I just I've been playing more Dark Souls. Uh, I haven't played much Dark new good. recently. Yeah, Dark Souls three, uh, fucking rips. I've got the the two princes and is the fight I'm on now, which is like the second to last fight in the game. Mm-hmm. That fight's cool. Yeah. I'm uh, in Lothric Castle right now. All right. Well, uh, I killed those the the party of of asshole adventurers in oh, okay. the mm-hmm. the Grand Archives. Um, that felt good. What weapon well, are you using? Uh, I've been mainly sticking with the deep axe. Ah, that doesn't scale though, does it? Uh, but I just I I built it up by like I upgraded it a bunch. Uh, okay. And then I uh, also for Aldrich I built 
the uh the one of the great swords the Farron great sword yeah that one's cool the one that like lets you spin around and shit because he's weak aldrich is weak to that but strong against deep so i was like well this weapon is not gonna just do it for me i was using the deep axe for a while because it's really good against um uh lots of things yeah lots of things but um but but there was a boss i was fighting that it was strong Mm -hmm. against them Uh, and then uh had to switch when i got to aldrich yeah uh they're like i had like i was having some trouble with aldrich like because the like i was like able to do like 500 damage like per hit with like the sword like when i got like a good hit but then like his moves are just such a pain in the ass uh and the arrow, was, like I didn't have enough stamina for it. The arrows didn't give me that much trouble. Uh, the arrows were the only but, one that I found consistently like infuriating. I mean, it's uh, it's like the whole the whole suite of moves is very yeah. difficult. Good fight, that Aldrich is cool. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So, but then eventually, like the the run where I did it, it was like over in like three minutes mm-hmm. and like almost flawless. It was just like boom, gotcha. I've been watching a lot of lore videos on the Dark Souls series and like the Soulsborne Soulsborne games, because uh, they're like I've never actually dived that deep into the lore. Uh, so like it's so is, cool, like, all new stuff. Um, it's so fu- it's so amazing the like extent to which very minor, seemingly minor things matter. Like, mm-hmm. oh well, you find you can find this ring on a corpse in this mm-hmm. part of this environment. And so yep. that must mean that this corpse is the corpse of so and so, who is referenced mm-hmm. by another character, and blah 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 blah. Like it's it's so rad. I've, I've watched like an hour long video. I don't even think I finished it, but like an hour long video on Ash Lake and Dark Souls. 1. Yeah, I'm on like the last ten minutes of that video, and like they're like, okay, there's this ring on the way there, and then we can find this design on like all and these it's other. The Chloranthem ring. It's like one of the most yeah. important rings in all three it's, of the games. Like it's like it's very uh, it's very good. Yes. Um. And but like the lore behind it, and like how they extrapolate out. It's like, oh well, we can find this design here, 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 and what this means, and like how it connects to hovel and like, Oh, well we can see this corpse was dragged over here. And then look over here. There was a bridge, but then it was destroyed. So we think hovel was trapped here. Yeah. And it wasn't like, you know, it's like, it's, uh, it's really impressive. The people and, who figure that stuff out, it's like doing archeology span or something like in yeah, a game. I, I'd, I'd love to like have, I, he'd never do it, but I'd love Miyazaki to like just weigh in and be like, yeah, no, this is like, well, <laughs> close or part of the reason uh, that it works at all is because Miyazaki will say things I forget the exact wording mm-hmm. but there was one thing in that specific video these videos are from Hawkshaw yeah. by the way Hawkshaw is really yeah. really good Dark Souls lore specifically Dark Souls 1 lore enthusiast uh, and researcher and Miyazaki specifically says <laughs> shit like uh, you know like well when we designed this boss it was really important to get across this aspect of their character I think it was anyway I might be misremembering and it's like that's definitely a hint that he's dropping, but he'll just be like, "Yeah, well, like, it's, it's certainly interesting that this item is in this area." I guess, yeah. If you want or, to read into it, yeah. Or there is the one where he's like uh, talking about someone made accidentally made a like a boss's head slightly too big, yeah. Uh, and then he, like the designer like admitted like I accidentally made it too big, but then Miyazaki loved it, and Miyazaki said, like, "I wish you didn't tell them that." Yeah, because it actually fit the lore of the character that he had come up with. That yeah, <laughs> like, I wish you didn't tell them it. it was an accident. It was because uh, yeah, that stuff That's like so that cool. is like yeah, uh, 
I'm not going to turn into one of these people who's like Elden Ring when like, you know, it, it'll come when it comes. I can wait. But I jokingly am uh, like that. I'm sure it'll come. Yeah. Out. I'm, I'm yeah. fine to wait for it. I'm very excited yeah. about it, though. Um, yeah, I, I, I am, too. I'm excited to see what they do because it's this has been like the longest break they've taken since like Demon Souls. Has it uh, been? Between games. Yeah, it's. Yeah. Because but like, Sekiro came out in 2018, right? 2018 or 2019. Yeah, but they were doing like almost yearly at 28, 2019. It was 2019, uh, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, it's still like, because we don't know when Elden Ring's coming out. Like, it's like between releases, it feels like this has been the longest in a while. Because there was it like, it does, it does Demon feel Souls, like a long time for sure. Dark Souls was not, it was two years later. Dark Souls 2 was another. It's been like every two years, I guess. Uh, yeah, but um, it was three years between uh, Dark Souls 3 and Sekiro. Yeah, Dark Souls 3 came out in 2016. And Sekiro came out in March 2019. Out, did they do the remaster of Dark Souls in there? They did, I think. Um, okay. There was also DLC for Dark Souls. That's I think yeah, that's yeah, the yeah, biggest yeah. thing. There's been no DLC for Sekiro. So, yeah, well, I, um, they did like a boss rush mode, but yeah. So I think that is why it feels so long because the DLC in Dark Souls is like usually fairly significant in terms of what it adds mm-hmm. from a like story yeah. and lore perspective. Um, yeah. And from a sure. fucking wolves and Norse like Viking guys that I can do 500 damage to and it still only does like an eighth of their health bar. Have you made it to like the like the chapel thing? Like, no. You should probably just run by all those. I'm people. trying to run by them. I thought I had to go up a tower, but it turns out that was a red herring, and there's nothing up there for me to get. Not a tall tower, like it was like a watchtower kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think I think I'll be okay uh, today. I'm going to try to just run when, through. I'm sure I'll be fine when I get to the next part. Yeah. Once you get past that part, it should be the, fine. The, and then the, you should watch the lore video about that stuff because it's very fascinating. The the thing that frustrates me, we can move on after this, but like the the one thing about Dark Souls three. I think like the environments are spectacular. The game mm-hmm. feels better than ever. It's gorgeous looking. Like I said to Andre at one point, I don't really need video games to look better than what Dark Souls Three is. Um, it's 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 uh, it's brilliant. The boss designs are spectacular. I think that the shield enemies are not particularly fun to fight, and there's a lot of them. And the way that they tend to operate is, um, they don't do anything until you provoke them to do something in a lot of cases and they are everything in that game feels way faster than you. So it's like Mm -hmm. if you attack them, like if you try to draw bait out their attacks, you can do that. But then if you dodge them, there's no way you're going to get back in to hit them before their shield is back up because they're so fucking fast. So it almost feels like you have to bait their attack animation and then just eat it. I'm I'm just always going for the backstab on. I just guys, can never get but... around to the back of them because they yeah. spin around too fast. So I don't know. The the shield enemies just frustrate me, mm-hmm. and they lean on them in this DLC mm-hmm. so far pretty heavily, I, and I find that they're really infuriating. It's mostly the beginning for those. That's good. And then after that, I don't think there are many. It's, there might it's, be some, but it's not. They're not the focus. More than any other Souls game, like when I was fighting the dancer, the little run up to the dancer, you're you're running from an area you've been through like the second main area of the game mm-hmm. and there's these skeleton guys there and I can kill them in one hit. But even mm-hmm. after getting up to like level 70 and having pretty high health, I mean, I have over a thousand health and a fair, pretty good armor. Uh, they hit me one time and it still takes like a third of my health away and they're way fucking faster than me. 
Mm. And it's just like, what on earth are well, we doing are, here? Are you? What's your equipment? Are you over seventy percent equipped? Nope, or? Nope, nope, oh, never. Okay. Would never. I would never. Okay. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of yeah. fast enemies. It's clear that they, yeah. this is the game they made after Bloodborne, mm-hmm. for sure. Yes, I'm looking definitely. forward to uh, playing Bloodborne and not having a shield to rely on, and also playing Sekiro eventually, and uh, mm-hmm. everything being very different in terms of the way the enemies work. Sure. Uh, well, with that, let's move on to the news. This week, there was a lot of news, a lot of stuff happening. I know. Um and one of the things that happened this week was not a Bloodborne uh, remaster or update, sadly. Um, but Sony did have a big event where they talked about uh, games coming to the PS4 and PS5 uh, this all this year, right? It's like 10 games all coming this year. Sure. I think supposedly a lot of them coming this year i don't think they're all going to come out this year but yeah i think the idea is that they're all coming out this year yeah um so it was was mostly stuff we had seen before um solar ash the heart machine team uh what's that what's that game they made um oh my god it was just in my head because i was just thinking about replaying it hyperlight drifter Hyperlight Drifter. That's a good name too. Solar a, Ash, Hyperlight Drifter. Hyperlight Drifter is a really good game. <laughs> and name, just name. Hyperlight yeah. Drifter just as a name, like a phrase. It's real good. Like yeah, as a as a name alone, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so they showed that. They Solar showed Ash is more. also exciting because Zoe Quinn's doing like work on the the story, um, mm. and and their work is really awesome. I think their mm-hmm. they, they, their comic book is really good. I'm just, yeah, I'm I'm very excited, very 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 excited for that game. Yeah, uh, that's one of my most anticipated. Definitely. Uh, let's see, what else was there? There was Five Nights at Freddy's, which is not no longer a like just look at the camera game. Now it's a actual like survival horror, run around in first person and be hunted by animatronic monsters. They still got like the camera stuff in there. Uh, the game looks terrible. <laughs> It looks more interesting than our, than Five Nights at Freddy's has ever looked. I wonder if it is also uh, Christian propaganda. <laughs> yeah, I don't, know. I don't know. That's oh yeah. I how much side hugging right? there is in that game. <laughs> uh, what else? If they what, dance, they have, have to leave room for Jesus. Here. Yep. The only real. Maybe only is uh, being harsh, but the main new game was Sifu, which is by the Absolver team. Um, and that, oh, that is makes a, I miss that detail. That I, makes be- I believe maybe it's not the Absol- I thought it was the Absolver team. It would make sense. I mean, it looks like Absolver in some ways. They're yeah, the only yeah, other yeah. team that have made a <laughs> Absolver's good too. I got. I'm, I'm gonna play that game again in the future. It's, that's a good who, game. Who made this? Low clap. I think that's. I think I that's know. the Absolver. Uh, Play Absolver if you haven't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, slow clap is Absolver. Like it's like a it's like a Dark Soulsy. Martial yeah, martial arts game. game. Uh, it's it's difficult. Uh, it is. Yeah, it it's really relies hard. heavily on parrying, and if you don't have like a good TV or monitor, that can be very difficult. It's also uh, initially was like a, a. I don't know what that game looks like now because when it came out, it was like fairly limited single player content, and the point was that you would go into the environments and do PvP. Um, yeah. So I don't I don't know if it's active or yeah. what the deal is with it but uh anyway yeah that sifu game I, I guess it's just not i don't 
care about. <laughs> I, I don't think that it looked particularly exciting. Um, if you're into martial arts, very cool. I hope I, it's great for people who are. I'm interested to play it. Uh, like They do good combat stuff. There's a time mechanic, which they're selling, uh, which is like when you die, like time passes and you revive. Uh, but it's unclear like what like mechanical implications that has. So until they talk about that, like I don't really care. I should rephrase too. I do like martial arts a lot and I like some martial arts movies a lot. I just don't need it in. I don't need it in that delivery vector. So that's, that's fair. Uh, anything else from a state of play besides Final Fantasy VII that stuck out or crash? Crash! It's about time. Getting it's a an update. patch. That was so. That was the. That was almost as much of a joke <laughs> as leading the PS5 thing with GTA. Yeah, that, like yeah. except yeah. there's more of a chance that I will play GTA V online mm-hmm, than sure. I will play Crash Four. No offense to Chris. <laughs> I don't want to. Sh- it's cool if you like Crash. I just think a patch, a next gen patch for that game being the opening for your state of play was like, oh, it yeah. set the tone very much for, oh, this is gonna suck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was, it was, it was funny because uh, that was going on while I was at work. So then I uh, saw that our uh, podcast group chat had like oh, like a hundred messages, and I was like, oh, did something happen? And I, I, I asked that in the chat, and you guys are like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I yeah. will say there was a line what was the line feel the power of the suck or something the, the feel the oh. suck or something feel the suck in the <laughs> crash thing and I, that that almost made me i was driving i had it i wasn't watching it while i was driving but i was listening to the audio and uh i almost like swerved off the road when the, the narrator said feel the power of the suck or whatever it was uh it- Imagine if that was the thing that killed you <laughs> uh, it's worth it that. That, the, uh, the power of the suck <laughs> killed you <laughs> Uh, yep. uh yeah uh, that was hilarious um i thought returnal looked cool this time more it, so it, than it has now in the past. that now that we like saw what it actually is yeah sure i'm more yeah. interested in oh, it. i might have to watch that because i'm vaguely interested in that game but i again don't know exactly it's mm-hmm. like a roguelike Everything. which we kind of knew mm-hmm. um, yeah. yeah but it looks the like it's loop stuff yeah yeah it looks like it's more traditionally roguelike in that it it's all procedural and everything changes each time. And there's like different upgrades you get each time. Like I wasn't sure if it was going to be a roguelike in the sense that like you die and go back to the beginning or if it was like mm-hmm. going to really be a roguelike. Yeah. And it sounds like it's, it is that kind of like well, yeah. s- that there's, style. There's narrative stuff going on too though. Yeah. yeah. Like I mean, the it, house thing and it, like, looks, it looks like, like kind of horror. It looks like the way that the narrative will work is every so many levels you go to that house mm-hmm. and yeah, probably that's kind of how it's working is you're like pushing forward and uh, the narrative is mostly there, but I still think the movement in that game looks really stiff and weird. Mm-hmm. Um, it just doesn't, I don't know something about it. Um, in some ways it looks stiff and weird in the way that I would expect a game from a studio that primarily has made like kind of arcade style games would look. Um, so I don't know, uh, but Housemark is good. I mean, their arcade style games are really good, so hopefully it'll it'll be cool. Um, okay. Are uh, you finally sold on Deathloop now? Finally, I've always been. Sold I know on my. That's the joke is that everyone has. <laughs> like, I, 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 so I, I, there I, are like, people who are not sold on Deathloop <laughs> and they don't know what the game is, and I feel like it's been pretty clear. Yes. Wait, yeah, have you no, seen that response? Tr- I I've seen. I've seen some people talking about it 
like on Twitter. Like I haven't seen that. There's like a feature length film worth of trailer footage out for that game. Yeah. And yeah. who hasn't watched like one trailer of yeah. Deathloop and gone, oh yeah, I'm gonna play that. At this, point, <laughs> at this point, it's like it's like the stuff they showed at the state of play. I was like, I don't want to see this. This is stuff I want to find in the game. Stop showing me shit. I don't know. That's yeah, I, <laughs> like, come on, man. Yeah, like I'm kind of glad that I didn't watch it, like because I'm really, I am really interested in that game, but also like I don't want. I I want to discover things too. Yeah, and just. Yeah, just put it out. I don't need another trailer. Yeah. I just, I'm going to play it. I, I saw a trailer for that. Like, the last trailer I saw for Deathloop, I was like, yep, I'm playing that video game. I had vague hope. I didn't voice it because it's silly and it wouldn't, wouldn't have happened. But I had vague hope that they were going to, like, announce. The reason they were showing a trailer is because they were going to say, like, actually, it's coming out in right the end of now. March or something. Oh. I didn't think they were going to shadow drop it. But, like, actually, we moved up the release date again because the delay didn't end up being needed or something. Yeah. Um, and then, no, it was just a trailer for Deathloop. Uh, maybe they're like, we need to remind people that this is coming to PlayStation. <laughs> yeah. Um, Nobody maybe, knows that stuff know. in the mainstream, though. So yeah, no, yeah. And how many people know. in the mainstream are watching uh, State of That's Play? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. Whatever. That game's two, three months out. So yep. yeah, it May, says it's May March, 21st. May 21st. So yep. I will be playing that game. I might take time off from work to play that game because I'm. That's. Right coming there out. at the top of my fate, my coming out probably this. won't, but like I am, uh, I, I'm really excited to play that. When's, when's Golden Week this year? Uh, also, Kenna looks cool. I didn't think, yeah, it the, now good. they actually showed more, yeah, like of what that game is. Ah. It, it looks well, really neat. nice, like the art stuff is cool. Uh, it looks kind of like a Zelda ish type game, yeah, like, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm into that. I thought that was a Sony exclusive, I didn't realize that was like a third party game. Um, hmm. it's on coming to yeah. Epic as well. Uh, okay, yeah. Yeah, it looks PC like it's going PC and PlayStation. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, it looks cool. I don't know. Odd Oddworld Soulstorm, the two point nine D platformer. I mean, it's nothing against the <laughs> Lauren Landing or the. I mean, like Oddworld is cool conceptually, but um, I don't know. That doesn't yeah, seem I, like a game you. It's another one that it's like we know it's like show three times. Yeah, it's that was a lot of the like I can't believe they didn't show anything for Ratchet. That is like Mm -hmm. mind blowing to me that there was nothing for Ratchet and Horizon and and God of War. I I am not that surprised at because those games were twenty twenty two games at the earliest. Right. Um, Uh, Apparently they they are confident about Horizon being twenty twenty one, but not so. I don't. I don't. I don't think so. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Horizon. It's been longer since they made Horizon Zero Dawn, but but um, Gorilla. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they've been so right before the Switch came out. So it's been a long time, but Gorilla has been so busy. They work with so many other. Like they worked with with uh, Koji Pro, and um, like they they do a lot of stuff for worldwide studios generally. And I just feel like we would have seen something about it at this thing. But yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, I felt the same way. I, I feel know. like I feel like Ratchet and Clank's the biggest surprise though because it is supposed that to be is released on June. No, it's June twenty twenty one. I think it'll slip to, so, to probably like yeah. August or September. But I, I mean, I would expect that game to come out this year for sure. Um, if they don't, then like, yeah, they don't I mean, have any first party stuff, and like this <laughs> event had no first party stuff. Well, Returnal. I thought that 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 did they, they own Housemark. I thought they did. I heard somebody on a podcast refer to Housemark as an indie studio, but I think that they're owned by Sony. That game is definitely a Sony. They said in the thing 
um, that it was a Sony Studios game. Mm. Um, the, 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 it could the, be like published by Sony Studios. I, di- I don't, I guess I don't, Housemark isn't owned by uh, them. But, yeah, but Sony is totally says, publishing that game though. So I guess yeah, it's like second party, yeah. not first party. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's. Um, oh, wait. Returnal coming to PS5 from Housemark, now part of PlayStation Productions. So maybe. Mm. Oh, no, it's Returnal. That's not oh, um, wait, mm-hmm. Housemark. Yeah, no, that is Housemark. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Returnal's right, Housemark. Well, yeah. It's okay, published so by Sony Video now? or Sony Interactive know. Entertainment. Yeah. So yeah. I think it's second party though. I don't think it's. Uh, Man, some of the enemy designs Maybe. in Returnal oh. are fucking cool. Anyway. Uh, uh, <laughs> we're getting uh, in the weeds. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Let's but, see, let's see. Anything else? Anything else? Oh, yeah. A new Oddworld. I, I, I always want to say Oddworld, new and tasty. I've never played an Oddworld game except a little bit of Stranger's Wrath, but new and tasty is just like a, a good name, I guess. Uh, <laughs> but Oddworld Soulstorm is going to be part of PS Plus when it launches, so you can get it for... <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know, no I extra charge. I think Oddworld has such a specific fan base that that's good because um, there's no way in in hell I would have played that game <laughs> if I had to buy it. But uh-huh. but but I I've, might download it and install it if it's on PS Plus. That is, I I would have paid like maybe twenty bucks to play that. It should be uh, worth that too. Again, I don't mean to sound so down. Never, on the Oddworld, I, Oddworld yeah, series. I've never played it. But like, it's such, it's like a cult hit kind of cool classic kind of i've never like engaged with like the abe's odyssey type stuff um so it'll be stranger's wrath is the that. is the one yeah. that i actually would purchase again and play on ps5 because i do like stranger's wrath a lot but it's very different from all the other ones because it's a shooter mm-hmm. yes uh knockout city y'all like dodgeball god uh exactly that's and... one of those games that they should just i mean maybe it could be really fun but I don't want to. It's who wants to watch the trailers for that game? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. I don't need that. But what I do need is quality of life. I need Yuffie. In I was going to say, is your quality of life, which is improved by more Final Fantasy VII remake releases? Yes, yes, uh, <laughs> more Final Fantasy VII remake content uh, yeah. and uh, updates for the PlayStation Five, which are free if you own the game, not via PlayStation Plus. <laughs> like, will be available in March. Uh, so yeah, they finally revealed that plans for a PlayStation Five. Update to Final Fantasy VII Remake called Final Fantasy VII Remake Intergrade. And they are also including on the PS5 version uh, DLC, a new chapter featuring a Yuffie, uh, Kitsu, Kisu, Kisu, uh, Kisuragi? It's not Kitsu, it's Kisu. Yeah. Uh, I. And oh, sorry. She's, play, she's the playable character. Uh, and there's some other guy there. Yeah, he's playable too, I think. I think yeah, you can switch yeah, to him. Because that's the way the game um, works. So. Yeah. Uh, I gotta say, I'm sorry. I don't mean to don't mean to pick on Sam. And and I, I did you buy the FF7R Allison last year? I can't remember. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you this isn't that's not, I'm not talking about people who purchased it last year and have been waiting to play it for whatever reason. Hmm. Who on earth was like I'm not going to buy Final Fantasy VII Remake because they're going to do a PS5 update for it eventually, and I want to wait for that. I just think it's so weird that I'm that's... I'm pretty sure that's Sam. 
and I'm sure no, I think Sam was playing it, but then like he had some like weird yes. save stuff when he got his PS5. But he should have just played it when I told him to play it. Exactly. That's yeah, but I think he is waiting for the update. Well, now, now he is. He is. Yes. It's yeah, just now. like I don't. It's it's uh, it, that game is really good, and you should you should just play it if you've been mm-hmm. like like the. Uh, I guess this is partly because like people were are upset about the. The PS5 or the PS Plus version not being updatable to PS5, which, which is like, oh, well, fuck just, off! Just play like, it. You're getting you're getting the game for free, uh, you know, or you know, in a subscription you're already pl- paying for. Like, it's a good game either way. There's no problems with that game. That, they patched that right. game once. They yeah, patched yeah. That game. That's what I'm getting time. at. Is it's just like and it was like months there. after release. It's one of the best games of last year. Just play it. <laughs> Who's, that's yeah. what I'm trying to get at. Is like I don't understand who was waiting to play that game. It seems like the kind of Mo- thing that yeah. either you were really excited about it, or you weren't, and you you're still not. The the only like the legitimate complaint I can see is that the Ufi DLC, as far as I've been able to ascertain, is not f- available on the PS4. That sucks. That that's that's unfortunate. Um. Yeah. So that's a bummer. But like, hey. It's a good game, uh, even without that DLC. Um, and you can buy it separately when you get a PS5. I'm willing if you to choose to go that oh, route. Oh man, I just had like a a bolt from the blue realization. What if the reason they never called it Final Fantasy Remake Part One is because that they're just going to do these chapters oh, every like six months as add-ons too? <laughs> The PS5 version of Final Fantasy VII God. remake. Oh, God. <laughs> well, they they did announce like the the new director is like the, I'm the sure that's not that's for not true. Part, but part one, the yeah. director for part two was, was the co-director on gotcha. part one. But there were like three directors on part one, so I'm not I'm, sure which one it is. But I'm sure what I just said is not the way it is. But that would be yeah, yeah that would very be, funny. <laughs> that would be very funny. Um, but also. Yeah, I, I, and then your hard drive will not only not be able to handle Call of Duty, it will not be able to handle Final Fantasy VII. You'll be able to have that game but and that game only. What if you could expand it? Coming this summer <laughs> to the PlayStation 5, expandable storage. Cool. Will finally be uh, active, activated, uh, usable. Did they, did they uh, talk about pricing for I don't think they... Storage? I don't. Well, it's there is no proprietary storage. It's just like an NVMe drive, like a U.2. Yeah, I was hoping so, maybe they would put out some kind of. I mean, maybe they will, but like it's box, just but. it's just you can just buy an off-the-shelf drive and put it in. Yeah. Um. So and it looks it's which is better. Just I mean, yeah. So that there there will definitely be like a Sony PlayStation branded drive you can buy, but. And someone will definitely do a write-up on all the best drives to buy. So I'd totally. wait for that. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. It's like, don't go out and buy a drive now. Um, there's definitely going to be a shortage of them at the, when that comes out. But, mm-hmm. like, I haven't had an issue with storage yet. I haven't had to delete anything. No, me neither. The thing, PS5 games are so small that, like, that they they fit. And also, yeah. there's not that many of them, which is probably part of it, too. <laughs> but, I, I mean, even with, like, you know, a couple PS4 games, like, and, like, updated stuff, like, I've got uh, I've got Neo 2, I've got Dark Souls 3, Dark Souls 2, I think I've got Control installed, I've got yep. Bloodborne, not yep, Bloodborne, I have about that Demon's Soul, like, I've got a lot of too. stuff. And, and I still have only used, like, half the storage. Something like that. Yeah, so. 
I, I don't know who these people are. I'm like, I have to delete my games. Yeah. I mean, I guess if you're playing Call of Duty, Modern Warfare, and Warzone, well, and Black Black Ops all at the same time, you can, maybe you do need to delete some stuff. You could delete Warzone now because yeah, now you now there's a new battle royale app coming that is yeah. obsolete. Yeah. You can play Warzone. anywhere exactly. It can be Final Fantasy VII, the first soldier. <laughs> this is the dumbest video game idea i think i've ever heard in my life everyone was so excited they thought this was going to be like a sephiroth game or a crisis (laughs) core i kept hearing a crisis core remake which would make so much sense because you play as zach in crisis core Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but no it's fucking battle you can play you can play as zach and first soldier which is a it's a mobile battle (laughs) just like just twist the knife it's not even i mean i don't fucking care i'm not gonna play this game but like hilarious they, they came out like after the the state of play and square was like that's not all we've also got first soldier and it was like all right what are you kidding are you kidding so you it, can uh, gank noobs in the church with yeah. rodney Zareth. that's just like that makes me more upset than ripley and and the xenomorph which i bought in fortnite mm-hmm. <laughs> um Mm-hmm. It also looks terrible. The first soldier game, I mean. I, I have not. I, I watched gameplay of it. It looks awful. I, I, there was a, there's a clip in Final Fantasy VII Remake of like Zack and Cloud, I guess. And I, I don't remember the exact clip, but it, someone put Victory Royale over like Zack's like corpse and like Cloud over it. Yes. yes. <laughs> oh, so, that sucks. Know. Hopefully there's no story in it whatsoever and you can just not touch it. Well, also, they announced some sort of like Final Fantasy VII mobile thing, which is supposed to tell the entire Final Fantasy VII saga in like Dirge of Cerberus, Advent Children, original Final Fantasy VII. It's a mobile game and it's Nomura, so you know there's going to be story in there. New story. Nomura's not directing, is Nomura directing the remakes? He is involved in the. He's involved, involved in the, this is, that. Is that in that is the let's let's see Final Fantasy VII remake Nomura. Let's see. He's no longer directing Final Fantasy VII remake Part Two. He's focusing on other projects, such as the uh, mobile app that combines yeah. the story of all the games. Yeah, <laughs> I mean they also shut down no the Kingdom Hearts the next, one too. He could he could be handling. Uh, like kind of the greater direction of the, I don't know. This of the is, Final uh, Fantasy Nova Crystallis uh-huh, <laughs> saga. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, no, I think what this means is he must be doing Kingdom Hearts stuff, right? Which is exactly what I want from him. The perfect place uh, for him to deploy his talents. And, uh, so explaining the reasoning reason behind stepping down, Nomura said that handing duties off to Hamaguchi was due to him working on an unprecedented number of projects in relation to Final Fantasy. Kingdom Hearts is in relation to Final Fantasy. That's that is true. Um, Put Star Wars in so Kingdom Hearts. I myself will be involved as a creative director comprehensively in relation to FF Seven, sure. including remakes and mobile works. I'm sure so it's, he is behind this mobile f- game. I'm sure that it's like Jeff Final Bezos Fantasy. stepping down as CEO, where uh-huh. Nomura still can have anything that he wants. He's just <laughs> in like, those he's, games. He is like becoming like full on puppet master. And I he think is going he, to reach out to like the Avengers game, and he's going to put Cloud in the Avengers. That's what I was going to say. Is like I bet you could. I bet he could say like, "Hey, 
Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two. What if we put Sora in that, and they have to do it? I I legit I was like I could see like somehow Kingdom Hearts coming into this like Sora showing up in like totally it could happen I believe I don't, it I would I would shit my pants if that happens <laughs> not necessarily in excitement but in like what the fuck are we doing <laughs> Yeah no exactly uh, I would I think I think Disney is the problem there which is unfortunate but I think you uh, could just say Disney is the problem. Yeah, that's period. End most, and, and end of statement. <laughs> in most yeah, cases. Anyway, uh, yeah. Anything? What else? Uh, more Sony news. More Sony news. More Sony games coming to PC. Uh, Days cool. Gone is their next one. Coming I want to play that on PS5. That game is later. Later this year. Uh, son of a bitch. Uh, promise to ride me like you ride your motorcycle can be enjoyed <laughs> by pc gamers the world over oh man the, imagine the pc mods like they can you can mod norman reedus and then norman reedus can be the hog you crank yes that's what i want you ride norman reedus make norman reedus put the norman reedus in the wedding dress <laughs> that's what i want <laughs> And then make Norman Reedus the motorcycle. <laughs> like Bionic Commando. Except it's Norman yeah. Reedus in your motorcycle. <laughs> really though, the, uh, the bike driving the bike riding in that game is really fun and the melee combat's pretty good. It's a decent game. It just has a <laughs> atrocious dialogue. Um apparently Jim Ryan was quoted as saying they tracked how mad PlayStation gamers were made by or how upset they were when Horizon Zero Dawn came to the PC. And I all I could think of was that guy who posted the video of his smashed PlayStation when that happened, when they announced that. <laughs> it's like and he who smashed cares? that play he smashed that PlayStation for nothing. They went the gamers weren't upset. <laughs> ridiculous so, i do I like that if funny. the quote that i saw was very apathetic it was like well there's no reason not to put these games out on pc yeah. so we're gonna do it and yeah honestly mm-hmm. more of that energy please because that's the act absolutely I, true yeah I that's think, accurate yeah i i don't think like every game is going to do this but i no. I, I guess days gone did really well for them though i made a lot of money so, it was really really yeah. fan fans loved it too yeah the gamers I, embraced days gone pretty mm-hmm. Aggressively. Yeah. So I can't imagine what they're doing to their PlayStations now with this news. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that, look forward to more PlayStation games on PC. Uh, I hope that they allow them IO to put Hitman VR on PC because I would like to try. Yeah, that, that would. And, and I'm not Resident Evil VR. Resident Evil Seven VR. I'm not playing. I am much better at playing horror games now. I am not playing that in VR. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. I. Yeah. Oh, well, speaking of VR, they also announced that a PlayStation VR 2 will happen eventually. They're in like <laughs> development of the headset and like the controllers, sure. and it sounds like it'll be better than the PlayStation VR currently is, which is not hard. No, I just, uh, <laughs> like yeah. having dedicated surprising. VR VR controllers, they're not retrofitting the move controllers again or anything like that. 
one cable solution, probably just USB-C right into your console. So it'll be easier to like put away, hopefully. Yeah, because the setup of PSVR kind of They don't sucks. say USB-C, USB-C, but I assume it's USB-C because the, the setup of, this is of, the future. That's one thing that people, uh, people who picked up a PSVR, you get the same experience on PC VR, which is that the setup sucks. The setup of VR always sucks. That is the that is the the two problems with VR is the price point is always too high and the setup is a nightmare. Oh, the space too. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I think that's pretty negligible, it, it, really. That, um, I mean, depends on your space, but like, there's it so became, many games like, for me. It became a thing where I'm like, well, the games I want to play. Like, if I'm going to play a game in VR, I probably want to play a game that like requires moving around. Like, sure, the, and, and that's fair. But stuff, I think but. I think there's enough games that are you can play seated that are really fun that way. Like I played Half-Life Alex mostly standing in place or seated and that was it was amazing. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. Um it it's just that the setup sucks. Yeah. It's even yeah. even I have an Oculus Quest which is like the simplest thing and yet still it's like a pain in the ass. Yeah, maintaining yeah. the stuff and whatnot is uh And you know, you play it once every I play it like once every 3 months or so and whenever I turn it on it's like, well, the battery's Got dead. Oh, I forgot yeah. to plug it and charge it. And then, oh, it needs an update. And it's really finicky about how it updates. And all the controllers need firmware updates. And you got to put new batteries in the controllers because they don't have rechargeable batteries. And like, mm-hmm. now you want to download it's all just a pain in the ass. So if Sony can solve that problem, then. Uh, you know, it's, well, I mean, you're still going to have the whole, you know, got to make a room because most people are probably playing. In their like living room, they're like you know couch TV space. So then you've got probably got like a coffee table and stuff like that. But you know, one one cable is nice. And then if they have like dedicated VR controllers that like they can actually do some stuff, it, they could probably get like a wider range of games coming there. From Absolutely, PC. I I think you got to do. It's got to be the kind of situation where my feeling is it has to have inside out tracking. It um, yeah. I mean, they don't, they put out the PlayStation camera, but that doesn't have like stereoscopic camera stuff. So yeah, like that's good for like, you know, that camera can like for streaming, like you can do like yeah. background replacement stuff, but like it's not set up for VR. So if they like have to sell people a second camera, like that would be pretty shitty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, uh, I think it's gotta be inside out tracking. And I think that the, the controllers have gotta be like, tracked by the headset yeah. the way that it works with like the quest yeah. or whatever yeah um, I, like that stuff is pretty good at this point so there's no reason that they shouldn't go that yeah. direction yep and i but. presumably they won't need a separate processing box like the first one had because yeah, yeah the, the, the whole setup with enough. that was really annoying so if they can make it well nicer it's, all, it's in one general, cable but. too so it, they don't have to do like the like you know you couldn't do like usb to, like regular USB A to VR before. No, yeah, USB C like will work do. though. That's what yeah, the yeah, link, they Oculus needed, link they is. needed that breakout box to like you know so you could still use it on your TV yeah. and like do. Everything. It's as much signal processing as anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, but but yeah, I mean, it'll be hopefully a single USB C cable. That'll be a lot easier. Um, yeah. If the headset, the one big thing with VR that is true for uh, is for people with long hair is it can be. A really uncomfortable and not sit right and sort of slide around. Mm-hmm. So if they can come up with some kind of solution to make it comfortable and work well with long hair, that would be great. Um, mm-hmm. So that you don't necessarily have to put your hair up 
in a specific way every time to play VR. Uh, sure. But yeah, I don't know. These are little things, but they all add up to the feeling of, I'm just going to play something not in VR. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so I don't have to deal with this. Um, well, speaking of games not in VR, you won't be playing Gran Turismo 7 in 2021. I'm okay with that. delayed into 2022. I want to know what they do with the dual sense. Oh, it'll be uh, play um, uh, Destruction All Stars because I bet it'll you get. A, I did a not little... notice any dual sense when I played the little bit of that. Oh, it's all it's. There's tons of it in there. Tons of it. I I only played like the tutorial, but uh, and like yeah, the one of the like the first like single player. The triggers thing. are super adaptive to like the where you're at in like the revving of the engine, so it like changes the um the resistance based on like where you are and it'll like pulse them a little bit sometimes when you change gears and i was trying to like feel for that because i remember you mentioning it and i was like i i'm not getting any of that here weird Uh, yeah i wonder if it was off for some reason um maybe i don't don't and the brakes Uh, the brakes are really heavy or if it was there it just didn't feel like noticeable enough like it was like eh. um but like i would i would like to see what they do with like the car stuff in gran turismo 7 because like that's like a driving game and like you know like the real like getting more like realistic feedback as opposed to like the arcadey stuff in destruction all-stars which if it's good it's good but i'd like to see what they do with like a real driving the tough game. thing with driving simulators and why it'll be interesting to see what they do with the triggers but yeah um the problem with serious driving sims is a stick doesn't provide enough range of motion for precise steering um, sure. that is the reason why people say you got to buy a racing wheel is because you need it to be able to steer more precisely. Um, and I don't see how they would solve that with a dual sense. So it'll be interesting. To uh, see I, I, come up but, with some yeah, kind of I mean, solution. I don't think that it, well, you can use the gyro controls to augment your steering. No, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't, don't think, I don't think they're going to solve that, but you know, for most people do not use a racing wheel. Uh, well, so, most people are playing the game incorrectly. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, I I don't care about that stuff. I don't I don't got the space. Maybe someday. I know that's my problem too. Right now, I don't actually have a racing wheel currently for that very reason. Yeah. But uh, speaking of PlayStation and cars, a Twisted Metal TV series don't, is apparently in the works. Next from the Deadpool writers, I. No, I'm not saying you shouldn't have put it in the I, I know, no, saying, like, I know. I, more this, broadly. I was shocked. I was shocked to see this news. Like, I don't even. Allison, how much do you love Twisted Metal and Deadpool? Uh... <laughs> Sweet Tooth is basically Deadpool. No. <laughs> That's not true. Who Who is that more offensive towards? I don't know. I'm trying to work that out of my brain. <laughs> I am sorry to both fans of Sweet Tooth and Deadpool. I'm not. Uh, yeah. So that's. <laughs> oh, uh, it's. <laughs> uh, and a little bit of sad news and disappointing news out of Sony. It sounds like Japan Studio. Uh, is winding down Japan studio behind such hits as ape escape and uh, a lot of other eco shadow of the Colossus produced and worked on bloodborne last guardian 
Yeah, uh, so that studio is apparently being shut down. A lot of the people are being absorbed into like the Astrobot team and that's some good. other that, that that's good other teams, but still, like they're just like the games don't sell well enough, I believe, or I, I don't well, know if there's been any official. Like, they also take statement they take. On it. I don't think so, it's official yet. They take so long to make them, and. Yeah. I can see it being difficult to pour the resources into. I mean, in my perfect world, it wouldn't matter. They would be. They could take yeah. as long as they wanted to make every game. But you know, when a game takes ten years to make, if you're not, if it doesn't sell really well, it it is hard to justify yeah. doing it again. I'm, I'm yeah, yeah. I mean, you look at uh, Days Gone, and that game took like ages for them to put out. Because uh, but then like, it sold really well. Yeah, it sold really well. Yeah. So. Uh, and and that's that's why I think it's it's tough. And I you know frankly, um, I think it's it's always sad to hear about sunsetting studios like this. But um, Last Guardian was a pretty mixed bag uh, as well. So maybe some fresh like projects for some of the folks on those teams who are on that team who are clearly extremely talented would like bring a lot of like new ideas to different parts of sony's portfolio of studios uh yeah so that is gonna do it let me uh, let me check this new story one last time uh localization and business staff will remain in place and a sobi team the group responsible for astrobot will continue as a standalone studio with in just sony japan okay some japan staff japan studio staff will join a sobi we were told while others have followed silent hill and gravity rush director Keiichiro Toyama, who left Japan studio last year to his new studio, Bokeh. Yeah, that's cool. Gravity uh, Rush rules. Make a new Gravity Rush for PS5. Well, they, they can't because <laughs> the studio is closed. I uh, mean, Sony did, Sony, Sony did confirm Japan studio will be absorbed into Team Asobi. So. Cool. Just make, have Asobi then make a new Gravity Rush. They make platformers. Yeah. You know what is what I should do is just play Gravity Rush 2. Because I I didn't do that. Sure, yeah. Uh, Knack. They also made Knack, so no more Knack games. Oh, that's not. You know, that's not true. There's going to be another Knack someday. I mean, Knack has to be back. Yeah. Mark Cerny has to program it himself. Knack will be back. Yes, I'm sure it will. Knack's back, Jack. Um. Jack Black should play Knack. <laughs> Jack Black snack. Does he Back. play? Does he play both snacks? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Why would you ask me that question? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, might get. I guess make them different colors. No problem. Uh, what? Well, you don't even need to do that. There's. There's. Okay. Fine. Uh, want a girl knack? I don't. Even, I didn't play knack two. I didn't play knack one. I don't know. They're just different knack. sizes. I thought. Oh, I thought they're different colors. Oh. There's like in Knack two. There's two Knacks. So Knack one. I don't know Knacks because you can play co-op. Let me tell you all the extent of what I know about Knack. You go. You get big. You pick shit up. You get big. You you get hit by shit. You go small again. That's what I know about Knack. <laughs> also, uh, you can punch things. Pa- particles. I just know that Knack's back. It's not he yet. His, he he died on the way back to his home planet. He got in his X-wing and died. No, that's that's that. They said that after Nack one, they said Nack died on the way back to his planet or something. How'd they make a sequel then? I don't know. 
I don't oh, know. Oh, uh, God. Now i got to find this. Uh, so, okay. So, I just Googled Knack's back, and there's people also ask, is Knack 3 coming out? Is Knack 2 a good game? What is the game Knack? And then the last question is, how big can Knack get? <laughs> and something about that made me laugh. Now, that's the question we need answered. <laughs> is this like a, a Katamari Damacy situation where Knack can, like, just keep growing and become as large as whole galaxies? I mean, we we gotta find out in Act Three. I've sworn there was a. I can't find the story because it just brings up stuff about the band, also, the Knack. How so. good would a new Katamari Damacy be on PS5 with the full Oh my god! Please! Oh, oh my that's god. gotta happen. I, didn't, I hadn't even thought about that. That would be. You don't give me hope, Pat. There's nothing to hope for at this point. But you could start. What if? What if the idea was like you could start as like a microscopic. It was just, it was everything. It was yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. That would be awesome. You start as like a microscopic organism and then you can slowly get bigger and like. And you kill God. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you do that, don't you? Do you roll, Katamari. Do you, do you roll you. up the king. Of, do you roll up the king of all cosmos and Katamari? Oh, I don't know if you do it. Like definitely not in the first one, but who knows in anyway, the sequels. Uh, they should make a new Katamari. Uh, they should. Well, no, those you know games what they are, are good. making? They're making a new Pokemon. Oh man, it looks. That's always true. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> there's well, always okay. a new Pokemon in development. <laughs> there's multiple new Pokemon. There's always a there's always, there's new, always multiple a new, new Pokemon. Pokemon. I know, but it's good. Mean, they have a whole company. Yeah. <laughs> they, uh, yeah. So this time, uh, they uh, is Ilka. Is that what uh, is uh, who was contracted? This is not from the Pokemon company. Uh, is making. Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl remakes of Gen 4. Yeah, which is, I, I think, one of they the few times where people have been yelling about alpha. things. Huh? They did alpha. Oh, I was just like, they did Alpha. Yeah, Ruby, Omega, they, they did Sapphire, Gen 3. Yeah, so they, they did that. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, but, but people have been yelling about Gen 4 remakes on no, Twitter not. forever. So, like, this was, like, the like before this... Uh, video everybody was like maybe this will be the gen 4 remake and then it actually happened and people were happy oh, i also saw but. people mad about it so like well, there's always oh. fans that are always mad about <laughs> yeah i mean that's kind of pokemon, pokemon. the pokemon it's, fans are upset yeah the, the well i think notably is that the art style is very like kind of like a chibi art style which mm. um i think is fine but like a lot of people don't like but at the same time i've seen people post some of the roots from gen 4 and are like how would you even do this in a non, like, you know, in, in kind of like a sword and shield kind of? What? I mean, I, they, well, I, ex- I expected more like a, a, a let's go, like, yeah, it's like it's, you know, it's still like the top down, like traditional, like Pokemon style from like the older, older games. But it's just it's more 3D ified. It's and, like, 3D and like kind of chibi and cute. But that- like. Yeah, that's what really surprises me is, and I'm not even negative about this. I think this is cool. Um, but that's what really surprises me about Nintendo and the way that, and the Pokemon Company, the way they're treating this stuff is. To me, it seems like the thing that makes the most sense is we're gonna do upreses of the original games with some new pixel art to make them all look really fucking good and crisp and like beautiful, lots of color in but but generally the same as the original art styles and then you can pump those out every like year or two so that all of pokemon so that if someone owns a switch they can buy every pokemon game i just 
Well, I mean, that's the dream. Why, like, why let's would be they honest, do it that but... way? <laughs> Instead, they did let's go, uh, which was cool. Doing it. Let's go. I mean, I like cool. let's go, but like, and they yeah. could have done more let's goes through the generations, but instead, right. it's like a I don't know. Well, they. I think it looks good. Like, yeah, I, I this like looks the fine. look of 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 Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl, and uh, I like from what I like I've said from what I've seen about some of the roots. Like, I'm kind of glad that they're doing yeah. this the top down, but like. Yeah. Uh, redone but I, I mean yeah they could have done like i i never expected them to do like a full 3d game which we'll oh. get to in a minute but uh i never expected them to do like a short sword shield style remake for any of these games like i and expected honestly, another let's yeah. go type game which this kind of is but like it's still it's a little bit it's more traditional like it's got the traditional combat and stuff it's not like the let's go like streamlined stuff well, Let's Go has traditional combat, too. It's just not in the catching. It's just not in, okay. yeah, catching okay. Pokemon. So the trainer yeah, battles are the they, same as they, they, the identical. Yeah. To the, to yeah, the yeah. It's yeah. just that you can catch, like, a lot more Pokemon, That's, and it's just the Go style, which, like, was annoying for everything except, well, not annoying. It was, I thought it was fine, and then when you got to... Uh, shiny hunting that's when it was the best because that's still the only game i've gotten shinies in is in let's yeah. go I, I don't know i think that i like let's <laughs> i'm go. not bitter about it but i am <laughs> i like let's go specifically because i was like you know i'm i play a lot of games now i like pokemon because i have a, a nostalgic like I, I enjoy pokemon but i don't necessarily need the identical experience to what i had when i was a child and so Having the strategic battles there to play alongside catching them in a much more simplified manner was like, this makes yeah. sense. Also, it makes more sense, like, narratively, the way that the catching works in that game. It doesn't make as much sense that, like, everyone, to get their Pokemon, they're beating their Pokemon until they're almost, <laughs> like... They almost pass almost out, dead, and then, and then, then you're like, throwing a ball at them. Assert your dominance. That's, like, fucked up. It's better to say that Let they actually tell you just about an accurate Pokemon. throw. And, it's, and that you're just throwing like 20 Pokeballs and you're like, fine. They're like, fine, fuck it. Uh, yes. They made a, ga- they made a <laughs> game for much, you, it seems. So we'll get, to, we'll get to that. Anyway. Yeah. But, any, uh, but I mean, not, I, it, we'll I, I, yeah, I, I, it's one of those things, though, where I, I know that a lot of people have been waiting for these. Uh, oh, because uh, I, I know that, like, Diamond and Pearl are beloved, but they're also I from what I understand, like they're beloved and flawed from what I remember too. Like I did play them, but I there is like an element of original Diamond and Pearl being really slow, I think, if I can remember I don't correctly. Remember, but I believe it's been you. a long time since I, I remember played those games. The story but... in those games is the last time I really liked a story in a Pokemon game, for sure. Not not um, even like black and white, but I think I just didn't play through black and white. Okay. Um because I've heard that people love that one too, but um, I think yeah. I, I just don't think I got through black and white enough to play it. But yeah, I mean, that, I, that would be a good one to have a have a remake or bring back because uh, I, I think that's a, that's an interesting game. The but. thing, as a lapsed Pokemon fan, I would love I would buy every single Pokemon game if they just made them like I was saying before, like if they just made all the gens available in some playable form. Doesn't have to be a fancy remake. Because it would be nice to be able to say, like, oh, I'm going to play Pokemon for a half hour, and I know that I'm getting Pokemon on my Switch that I can put into my bank, and that's where all my Pokemon live. But I'm not going to pull out various different... If I'm going to play, frankly, because I've purchased all those games in the past, 
if I'm going to go, I want to play Gen 3, I'm just going to do it on my PC on an emulator. <laughs> like, I mean, we're getting to the point where it's like, like it, everything is spread so far out, and like the Gen 2 remakes exist, and are, in my opinion, the best Pokemon games ever made. I agree but, with you, yeah. Uh, they still but, don't let the Pokemon follow me in these other games. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? They do, and let's here. go. You can take this garbage yeah, and in certain spots in Sword and but Shield. But only, only the one Pokemon, right? Or no, do any of them follow you in Let's Go? You can pick any of them follow you in Let's yeah. Go. Can, you can take any go. of them out of the Pokeball and walk around with okay. them. Let's yeah. Go is really and, good. And, 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 let's go too, and Let's Go, you get to like ride the big ones, too. Yeah. It's very well, fun. I've, I've played that one. I've played the, like, the red and blue so much. Like, I... It's like yeah, no, it's it's that, like but. when they remade that, it was like, mm. but but I, I thought Let's Go was really fantastic, so and uh, and yeah, you get to ride all all of your big Pokemon, including the ones where they fly. So you're flying around on your Charizard. You get to ride them like that... you ride your hog. Oh, crank no. them, crank them. Please. No, uh, but but like I mean, but like the Gen, but like these remakes are coming so slowly that the Gen Two remake was uh, like DS. Yes. So I mean, and yeah. it's like. You know, I can. St- I still have my 3DS, but at the same time, it's like it would be really nice if you could just bring these yeah. to the Switch. I, Let me play my I, Pokemon games. Let me play the best Pokemon game that's ever been made on but a current it's, console. It's also a problem of this is Nintendo's issue, right? Is like every Nintendo game should just be available on whatever their most recent console is because mm-hmm. they have the most rich history of like mm-hmm. first party software development of any game. Hardware yeah, I mean, especially so since they've fuck, been, you know, not? around since, you know, like, for so long. Yeah. And, <sighs> and like, the, I think that having the NES um, and SNES games for free is good, but at the same time, it's like, why not also just have a... They're so close, a, but... Like, a, yeah, have either everything or even still have a virtual and, console. I don't even know. What's so know. funny is if they said, you know, there's a there's so many fans and fan projects that if they were like we would love to put gba games on the switch but it's too hard fans would be like look i got you fam do we got emulators just take them you've already ripped off our emulators for games in the past people have <laughs> emulated it everything to fucking it's a- the work anything. has been done the work yeah. has been done <laughs> just put it yeah. on switch for fuck's sake anyway, sorry, i don't know I cut you off yeah uh, I was just going to say, I, I appreciate that like Pokemon Company has moved on from the, okay, we're making the one game, or we're making the, like, the two games, and then the next year we'll release the one game that's like the definitive yeah. edition kind of thing, like, you know, the yeah. yellow. And I think that the, this... Like, yellow at least did, like, some interesting stuff with, like, Pikachu and whatnot, or, yeah. like, Crystal or Emerald or whatever. Now they're like, okay, we're doing like distinct well, games each year. If they're going to do a yearly release, it's like even as if the, it's a remake, it's something new. As a person, as as a as a person who wishes that I was into Pokemon more, that I'll tell you, like it was one thing when it was like, oh, we're going to do the third game, but mm-hmm. with Sun and Moon, when it was like, no, we're going to do an Ultra Sun and an Ultra Moon. Yeah, that, that's when that, I was and, like, and you know what? Yeah. Fuck off. This is bullshit. Black I don't like. Well, and also in those shit. ultimate that was, that was games, too much. That was too much. And even in those ultimate games, you still couldn't catch all the Pokemon. Yeah, that's well, what yeah. I mean. So it was like, yeah. like no, not in Ultra Sun, but like even in like Emerald or Crystal. Yeah. But I think it you, felt more like, well, even if I can't catch them all, this is like the definitive way to play this generation. I can get right. all the legendaries. I can yeah, get, I can get 
ground on and Kyogre, what Kyogre, whatever. You can get ground on, all right. Kyogre. And Rayquaza, like you can get all yeah. the, you know, you can get all the legendaries or whatever. Um, I can get Ho Ho and Lugia, and they're both good. Uh, you know that stuff. Um, yeah, but I, I, yeah, I think that it's good that they're moving past that. And I know that people were frustrated about the move to DLC, but I think it's, it's it better. makes sense. And it, also, they ha- the yeah, DLC 100%. has a fair amount of content too. Yeah, is the thing as opposed to being like, hey, we have this additional the, like thing that nobody it, gives a shit about. <laughs> trading is a like the the implementation is terrible in like Sword and Shield from what I used, but yeah, it's like it's easier than ever to trade with people. So, oh yeah, like, there's no like. And what's I nice. Mean, Sword and Shield and Let's Go are the only times I've ever completed a Pokedex because it's like, you know, getting, you know, talking to, uh, like, like Pat, like talking to Pat and being like, hey, will you trade me this, this, and this, please? And, or I'm just, I'm trying to deal with this. And like, it's, it's the easiest it's ever been. They used to have like trading towers where you go and you set up like, hey, I've got this, I want to trade for this. And then like, just you wait until someone trades it and you don't even, you don't have to be there or like do anything. It just happens. You can still do that on the app. But it's on the app. I'm not yeah, shitting whole, on. Yeah, I'm not trying to shit on Sword and Shield when I say this, but like I do, I do think that the the DS is like, or the you know the gens where mm-hmm. the DS had online capabilities are yeah. probably the best in terms of like those games as a service. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's that's one of the disappointing things to me about Sword and Shield yes. is that yeah, that, that, it's, that was a step backwards. Yeah. yeah. Um, like I think Gen Two is the best. That's my favorite for yep. like yeah, the Pokemon selection and the the story and the, the the. And then you go back to uh, Kanto and you're like, what the fuck? Yes, that was like one of the coolest that, things. Is that oh moment God. when you're in when so when I was a cool. kid playing that and you're just like, holy shit, where, we're where back. Do you think Miyazaki got the ideas for Dark Souls Three, Pat? Apparently, yeah. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts. That's where he got them. Where, where do you think Honor Orlando came from? <laughs> Miyazaki. I just Did still you know remember Miyazaki that feeling of programmed on Orlando into the game himself <laughs> to make a fit on one disc. Um, just... Yeah, it's I don't. Yeah, uh, well, they are making a new Pokemon game Pokemon that is not Legend. these remakes. Pokemon Legends Arceus to go so, along with <laughs> Brilliant I'm... Diamond and Shining Pearl. Uh, this is an old timey, like ancient, like. Not before, ancient, but like uh, colonial but like, Japan, like, yeah, like feudal Japan, yeah, um, mm-hmm. where you like before the pokeballs like, are made of wood. modern, yeah, basically, but like, have like latches on them instead of like how how does that shit is this magic? Like, because like they use like the digital shit to like capture it, but this is literally just like a little latch. <laughs> the Pokemon gets the Pokemon decides to get small. Yeah, I just don't even understand. Uh, it's like in Knockout City when you can curl up into a ball and be thrown by the uh, your your teammate. It's the same thing with the Pokemon here. I'm just impressed that you found a way to reference Knockout City again. <laughs> yep. Uh, that that part because that part on the trailer actually made me laugh when the guy like curled up into a ball and got thrown. <laughs> that I was like, <laughs> okay, that's that's silly. Looks terrible. Uh, but uh, Allison, are you excited about Pokemon Legends? So okay. I, it's complicated because I looks like love yes. the I love the idea of it. Yes, I love his, the idea of historical Pokemon. I think the concepts involved are really neat. 
But you guys were saying, like, oh, the frame rate's bad. And, like, I'm generally less... I'm a little bit more forgiving than, sure. like, you guys with that's that. That's fine. So I'm like, okay, that's fine. The and then Switch. I watched... But then I watched the, the footage, and I was like, oh, no, this frame rate sucks. And the game looks <laughs> like shit. It, it doesn't looks look good. Bad. I mean, it looks like, like Sword and Shield did in and the I was like, world. And it, but it was one of those things where you got... Where I heard you guys say that, and I was like, okay, come on, please. And then I watched it, and I was like, oh, no, that frame rate's bad. The thing oh, about God. Sword and Shield is at least it has like cool buildings and shit yeah like, and it's sword like the shield art, some cool design. art design yeah like when you especially when you get to the first town in sword yeah. shield and you oh that and it's like this awesome. cute village and you're just yeah. like going down this hill yeah that's yeah awesome. it's it's, it's the, the design is really good even if the graphical fidelity isn't quite there um all we've seen so far is like a lot of the concepts which i think is cool but then also just like walking around in the overworld which looks mediocre and then the frame rate is garbage and you're just and I like don't, i don't want to upset anyone but like when i saw people saying like look at how amazing this looks when they're running through the town and it's like that looks like a mobile mmo yeah <laughs> like it like, looks bad like i said i am a lot more forgiving especially with like pokemon i've we've discussed this last week where where i'm like ah it's fine but then i was looking at this and i was like like there's a couple of things where i'm like Wait a minute, is that frame rate in, like, the single digits? Yes. Of, of like, that Pokemon? It, and it's like, you hope that... This you know, game's, like, like, a year out or more. Yeah, so but. I hope that they'll figure it out, and I hope that it'll be better, because, like, like I said, the concept is rad. It's I don't cool. think it's gonna be much better, they, but... They don't get, in my opinion, they should not get that, like, that... No. Right. I, it's like I, it would be nice if it was better, but I don't know. And it's yeah. like this the thing that makes me kind of like frustrated on, on like at least on my behalf is that I know that I'll buy it. Which I'm like yeah. I ugh, which is like frustrating because I'm like people, I know that I'm part of the problem, but at the same time. People are going to be so I, mad at this game I, when it comes out because everyone's working themselves up into a tizzy and it's the trailer's fault. Yeah. Because they directly like they draw on that Breath of the Wild, like, oh, we're going to do the Breath of the Wild camera and, like, like the zoom and pan and stuff. And, like, people are, like, people are like, oh, it's, like, Breath of the Wild for Pokemon, like, first sort of no, 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 it wasn't. But, and now it's... people are like, oh, Breath of the Wild because of the camera angle specifically. It's, like, one, drawing as a Breath on of that. the Wild fan, play another video game. I'm begging yeah. big, boss, big Boss Baby <laughs> vibes from that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was, uh, that tweet uh, is two, perfect. But like, like they're also the the blessing retweeted it and it's true they did literally use the same yeah, shot yeah. from a yeah, breath of the, wild. Like, the funny thing is when you side by side those shots breath of the wild a game that came out in like what 2016 it looks, looks real good beautiful that shot yeah. is yeah. gorgeous and you look at the shot in this game and it and looks this, like and shit. it looks and it <laughs> yeah. looks like it looks like 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 let's be real like almost gamecube ass like and like the art design or like gamecube had better frame rate <laughs> yeah oh god if the art design, if the, I could, I probably wouldn't be able to put up with the frame rate, even if it had better art design, but I could understand people's excitement because I understand that I have a frame rate hang up and I don't expect everyone to agree. I, but, see, that's the thing. I don't, but then I've watched this and I'm like, oh God, that but looks also, so bad. But also the trees look like mostly the same and they're like gray. I mean, the whole game looks like really like dark green and gray and brown. It's right. 
Like, and that's the thing about Sword and Shield is that Sword and Shield doesn't look great a lot of the time, but the but art design is often there. Yeah, and it's colorful and, like, you go, and yeah, it's you go to certain places and you're like, all right, this is interesting, and you're you're going around different places, and there's even in in the wild areas where they where people have made the most um, complaints about the, how it looks. Like, there's the variety of biomes and everything, which yeah, we just really have not. Yeah, you can see the cities in the distance, and then you go over to the sand area, and then you go to this water area, yeah. and it's like, there's variety there. Whereas here, it's just like, all that we've seen are, is like this boring, grassy plain, and then the town that looks like ass. <laughs> and it's like, oh boy. Well, like, And also, like, the the one thing about this trailer that I was like, oh, that's kind of cool, is that the, the character's like throwing Pokeballs in almost like an action game like, looking and thing like to catch stuff. And like stealthing, like doing the Ubisoft. Yeah. Like yeah. The bushes. That's cool. Yeah, then, I think that's a nice idea. The combat looks like it's just Pokemon, though. Like, it's yeah. just, it's it, it looked like it was going to be like turn-based, which is fine. Pokemon combat's good, but it's not different. <laughs> you know, it's not like it's mm-hmm. some kind of like new thing. So I don't, I don't know. It's I don't know. It's like, yeah, like, like I, like this is another one where it was happening while I was at work. So I was just seeing people talk about it and I couldn't watch it in the video until later. So it was one of those things where I kept hearing people talking about it and I was like, man, I don't know what people are complaining about. This sounds amazing. And then I watched the trailer and I was like, oh, oh. I, I am glad they're like trying something new and like different. Yeah. Like, um like you know different time period uh, like kind of doing a more story focused thing like building out the lore of the pokemon world because arceus is like the pokemon creator of Coliseum. the pokemon world yeah so, they uh, like all, i did God. see there's a lore tidbit at some point that says that um in the past uh pokemon yes. and people got married yes. because pokemon and people were the same so hopefully mm-hmm. fingers crossed this is the game mm-hmm Yes, I do uh, something like I do, and I do. This too. is the game where you can romance your own Pokemon. Let's marry. Oh, that's like a weird power Pokemon. imbalance there. Only the ones that are like people, not like the ones that are like domesticated. Yeah, but it's like if 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 you can't have it be like they that you like own them, that's not good. That's power, like a weird no. power. Oh, imbalance. you're not wrong, but that's always been there with Pokemon. I know, but like with Pokemon, if you're like you know. That adds like a whole new dimension. Mr. That's... Fuji gets turned into a Pokemon oh, it does. in in red and blue. All that it does is just it just it just gives you another lens through which to view the already fucked up stuff happening. Yeah, Bill, Bill and that's that's why Pokemon? I think that maybe you should we should get a black and white remake because it is very specifically yes. that the that they go and they're like, hey, maybe we shouldn't own pokemon and it's like and you you're playing against this team and you're like you kind of have a point um oh well nevertheless anywho anywho yeah i i i think that uh, brilliant diamond and shining pearl look fun uh legends arceus looks uh i think that uh andre's comment in in our notes is extremely accurate yeah they're writing checks their butt can't cash like they are asking for they are asking for people to just like rip them a new one when this game comes out but they out. don't yeah. care because people will buy it to allison's point it's true That's yeah true. i'm part of the problem care. like which is no even worse. i think i think i think it's not fair to say that you're part of the problem the pokemon uh, company is the problem 
because they put out junk that they know people will buy. Mm. But I, mm. I would but say you know that it's if, junk. I don't. If know, people like, want them I mean, to not I, eat it anymore, then the only solution under capitalism is to not purchase it. So yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's like if it's and I mean it's like I I am somebody who actively thinks uh, Sword and Shield is is just fine, and it's a good and it's a perfectly fine Pokemon game, and it's like so I don't regret buying it, and the Pokemon games that I buy are generally. Ones I enjoy, but if it, if this is bad, I'll I'll avoid it. But I'd like it to be good. Is the thing I I would I would like I would it. Like I would like Pokemon good. to be good, uh, but they just aren't doing the things that I think would make it good. So yeah, and then this like is a neat again. It's a neat idea, and they just did a really terrible showing of it. it uh, the the yeah. best thing I can say about it, outside of like, hey, it's new, is at least it was an honest trailer. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing, like, on the one hand, it would have been nice to see it in better, you know, in a, in a better form. But at the same time, if this is what it is, at least they're showing what it is. You know, it's also, be, the puddles are gone. It's also why I think that they don't have a Switch Pro anytime soon. Because I think that's, if yeah. they could have promised a better looking and running experience, they would have shown a better looking and running trailer. <laughs> uh you would think, but and then uh, they could later say, "Well, it was running on a Switch Pro," and people would mm-hmm. be fine with that. They wouldn't give a shit. Well, uh, I mean, no, they wouldn't. But yeah, <laughs> well, we just had Cyberpunk. <laughs> uh, Cy- the, yeah. the audience for Cyberpunk is so different than the Nintendo audience, this, though. This is this is true. So Nintendo fans would go, "Oh, okay. Well, I guess I should buy a Switch Pro fan then." And yeah, I'm not trying to be an asshole. I'm not like, yeah, 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 yeah. It, that's fine if that's your response too. Um, I'm not yeah. saying one is more. I mean, it's certainly better yeah. to do that than send death threats to developers. So, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, it's like, there, I, I, but I feel like there, there's a, uh, you know, well, there's a balance Pokemon, between like so. maybe don't send death threats to po- developers, but yes. also like expecting like if you buy a system, if you buy a game for a system that they say it it supports, it should be able to be played yes, on that system. I agree. I think that there's probably some place, some place in the middle between hardcore poker Nintendo fans and hardcore cyberpunk fans is And that's like the happy a, medium. That's the one place that I'm a centrist is maybe <laughs> somewhere in the middle of that spectrum. Uh, well, oh gosh. Well uh we don't need to talk about this for a long time, but they showed more Pokemon Snap. Which and- I think looks fine and you're less and you're getting less enthused about it so yeah no i just had this like come to jesus moment where i was like wait okay what is pokemon snap it's just like an on rails like yeah like three to five minutes how many levels are in pokemon snap like not many it's like not many or something uh there's more than that um snap how many levels there's like it, like you unlock Beach, them. Tunnel, volcano, river, cave, valley, and rainbow clouds. So, so there's more because like but it's seven. seven. So yeah, and and you just play it what, over maybe, and over and over again. Yeah, and, and to and there's different paths you can take, and there's different Pokemon that you can find. But there's I think sixty three Pokemon. Yeah, I just I like, I so. My my problem here with Pokemon Snap now, like I I was excited on the release, and now until I know more about this game, I don't think I can be excited because all I can think is all I can think is there's gonna be like there's ten levels in this, they're like maybe ten minutes long, and it's gonna be like you see everything. I pay sixty dollars, I spend an hour with it, and then. I've seen everything basically. 
with the format that it's in, like the on rails, like drive, you know, just follow around and like throw some apples or whatever and take some pictures of Pokemon. And like, obviously they're like, you know, you have to experiment and try things and timing and all that. But like, I think the on rails thing is the thing that kills it for me. Where it's it's going to be the exact same, yeah, you're taking I, the exact same pictures, and uh, you know that kind of, like same angle, like you've got a set number of angles and positions that you can do. Uh, where as now I'm just like, what if it was Umarangi generation, but Pokemon is like be cool. What I would I think, be excited I th- about. I think like I'm I'm still interested in picking it up, but I think that like this I, I mentioned this on the podcast before, is but it's like that that concept of like you'd really don't want like a direct sequel. You want something that makes you feel the way that the original made you feel at the time. And like yeah. Pokemon snap, like it, like it, it did make a lot of kids really like, it was really interesting and really something that a lot of kids enjoyed myself included. But looking back at it, like if they took, if Pokemon new Pokemon snap is the exact same game as Pokemon snap, just with like a yeah. new coat of paint and new Pokemon, that's not going to be, you know, something that most people necessarily need in the year of our Lord 2021. Like if I want to take pictures of Pokemon, I got like an AR app on my phone that can let me take pictures of Pokemon. I I think that the one, I think that what'll probably happen is it'll be eight levels, eight-ish levels that are on rails, and then there'll be a couple of free areas that are like takeoffs of the wild zone, wild area, where you can walk around and take pictures. I they suspect that I suspect, but. <laughs> but I could be wrong. Um, it could just be all on rails, but if either they haven't shown that yet. I don't, I don't think it's in there. Maybe not. I don't know. Um, uh, I mean, other, I'll play it. So we'll see the thing. <laughs> I, I'm still into it because the thing about Pokemon snap that I loved was, and this is why what they should do is make Hitman, but for Pokemon and that should be Pokemon snap <clears throat> is as you went through the levels, it was impossible to see everything the first time t- through simply sure. because there's so much happening at all times. You can't always be looking in the direction where stuff stuff mm-hmm. is going on. And so I agree. I would rather it be a sort of thing where you can walk around at your own pace, but if they preserve the things happening and like, Oh wait, if I give an apple to this Pokemon and then it drops mm-hmm. it on this platform and then this Pokemon eats it, then that means that they evolve and then they do a, a move on another Pokemon and it opens up a little pathway. And then there's one I hadn't seen before behind there. That kind of stuff is what I like about Pokemon liked about the original Pokemon snap. Mm-hmm. So if they can keep that spirit alive. And to me, it's more about that than taking the pictures kind of um, I, I, it's exploring the environments, even yeah. though you're stuck on rails. I think a big thing that might help too, is if they could make, if they could let you change the speed of the car. <laughs> <laughs> if you could just i can't remember if you could do that in the first game or not mm-hmm. i think if, you could speed up a little bit and like maybe slow down a little bit but it wasn't like significant yeah if you could like slow down if there were like four speeds that could be kind of cool too because then you could just I think zip pass like, i think it was like three yeah maybe uh yeah i just i I I would like to be excited about it, but now I'm like, uh, I don't. Mm. It's one of those games that I'm not excited about. But if it turn if it comes out, if it comes out and people are like, Pokemon fans are like, oh, I love it because it's Pokemon, and then like it's the general consensus is it's mm-hmm. kind of eh, but cool yeah. for Pokemon fans. I'll probably skip it. But if it's, I think there's every possibility to come out and people could be like, oh my god, this is recapturing my childhood. This is so good, and then I'll probably get it. <laughs> I can't go to Blockbuster. What's the point? Uh, it. If it's 
if it's uh like sixty dollars is like I think a, lot. a little st- is it like I agree. steep. It is for, steep like, for on, Pokemon. Like, yeah. On like for an on rails like photography uh, thing, which is um like if they had like if it was like a free roaming like same kind of like interactions and stuff but you're just like able to walk around and like take your time and like bask in the space like that would be one thing and even if it was like you unlock that later or something that'd be fine but i do think it looks nice at least <laughs> yeah 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 that's why i want to spend time in that space i, I want to spend time in that space i don't want to spend time in their weird ass looking shitty open world looking game <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I put the team who's making Pokemon Snap on Pokemon Legends Arceus. <laughs> so that's it for Pokemon news. This oh, Post Malone covered Hootie and the Blowfish. <laughs> that's one of the funniest fucking things. And did not the, oh, I only want to be with you, and did not say I only want a Pikachu. Like how? That's how not all not, he wants. He wants to catch them all. Uh, like it's it right there. It I right there clicked and that it. and I didn't see what the song was in the little in the corner of the video, <laughs> and I was just listening to it, and I was like, "There's no way that this is that song." <laughs> and then when it became clear that that's what it was, I just laughed and laughed <laughs> and laughed. Also, I think it's funny because a few years ago, people were telling me about how Post Malone is like the future of music and like a project, a prodigy prodigy and like, you know, also like super like serious hardcore rapper too, on top of being a multi-instrumentalist or whatever. And I always was just like, I don't know. I don't like that guy. <laughs> it's fine. If you do, I'm not it's just a personal opinion. And then this happens. And now I kind of want to go back to all those people and be like, did you see musical prodigy post Malone covering <laughs> Hootie and the blowfish for a Pokemon anniversary in your cards of him being the best artist of all time? <laughs> Who else could, could master like not even, not even like the like Pokemon, like the theme song from Pokemon. Just like, why, <laughs> why so I only want to be, it was that like, is that song 25 years old? Is that like this the song's anniversary too? I mean, I definitely listened to that song in the car in the backseat of my mom's Jeep Grand Cherokee while playing Pokemon Red. So <laughs> I guess in some ways. <sighs> that song came out in 1994. There you go. So, so it's not, uh, I guess it'd be, yeah, I guess it could have been like popular that year, I guess. Yeah. Uh, God, this fucking... Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> and the the video they did uh, at the beginning was like going through all the weird, uh, like iterations and like tech and different ways you could engage with Pokemon over the years was fun and interesting. Made me a little nostalgic. Bring back the Game Boy camera. But it was it was so damn long. Bring back the Game Boy. Yeah. Yeah. The advanced one, Game Boy Advance. Bring back the Game Boy. Yeah, Advance. bring it back, Game Boy Advance. I mean, give them, bring them all back. I want that fat. I want that fat Game Boy back too. I, 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 I mean, I guess I've got space and like a. You bag could or something, kill, You could. Like, you could seriously injure someone with an original Game Boy. I mean, the, the Game Boy Advance. Like, play those games. Like, it's it'll do it. Uh, all right. 
Next up, we got we got a few more news stories, and we'll get out of here. We somehow I thought like, oh, we'll get through games quick, and then we talked about yeast for like twenty minutes, which I was not expecting. It's a it's a goldfish, like Sam and Sam always says. We always will fill to the. We'll always take three hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you know what's not getting another three hours? Is Anthem. 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 It's dead. It's dead Goodbye. officially. They Anthem next. Uh, they did an audit last week or two weeks ago, something like that. And the executive team at EA decided, nope, that's we're we're cutting our losses with Anthem. And so that team, those thirty people, will be going on to Dragon Age or Mass Effect, uh, because you know uh, it's it's a bummer for me, the Anthem defender, uh, who like that game had problems. But I thought uh, if they had taken the time to, you know, fix those problems, it could have been good. But the things I thought were problems were different from other people, uh, and obviously the executive teams went this is not going to be worth it so because you thought there were good things about it yeah there there were there's more good in anthem than there is in the avengers game but we don't need to litigate that just can't we can't do it they made a better iron man than the avengers game uh they they see they're all wearing masks (laughs) and they made a better iron man you can fly around for 30 seconds at a time unless you find a waterfall yeah, you don't get any of the cool other shit. You don't get you don't get any of the other cool shit. It's so cool. You don't get any of the other cool shit that Iron Man gets. You're, and you, get, and you, you get, suck as your like, character sucks. Do you don't magic. talk. I can do like ice magic. Uh, well, I could. Now the game is, uh, you can't anymore. Well, uh, also part of the Santham news is apparently until somewhat recently, Dragon Age Four was going to be a multiplayer game. And, but they have uh, dropped the multiplayer aspect, and it is now a single-player RPG. So people are celebrating this, and it's probably good. But also, that means that they have to work; they have to start over, basically. I mean, like, I don't know how far along. I guess they've been working on it for a while. I mean, I I imagine the story stuff is still in place. So basically, what I get, I I guess I get from it is if they're like, well, it was going to be a service game, and now it's not anymore. A multiplayer service game, and now it's not anymore me that means that the multiplayer service stuff either they had to basically start from scratch or the multiplayer service stuff didn't fucking matter anyway uh, i and imagine they have to i'm imagining like it's more of the latter i imagine like but, the gameplay loop they have to rework but i i'd imagine story and like gear type stuff like you know assets are like there yeah sure it's, Art, it's gonna be like sure. a ga- it's gonna be like a gameplay i don't mean start from scratches thing. and literally from scratch but, but it's just a gameplay loop will be if you took the multiplayer out of destiny and said it's just single player now it would be a completely different oh game. yeah 100%. it wouldn't yeah. even be recognizable so that's what i think is like i think this game is still two years out oh i think it's, it's at least yeah, yeah. I would be I mean, shocked if it came out for like, like two years next at this year. Point. Yeah, yeah. Um, more. Yeah. They had to say that they were came making out it forever yeah. ago, but they yeah. had to say that they were making it because Anthem came out and sucked, and so like yeah. they didn't have anything. <laughs> like yeah. their whole content plans were thrown into disarray because I think initially it was going to be an Andromeda series, and then Andromeda was troubled, and then Anthem yep. was going to be the Bioware savior, and then Anthem was bad. So they yeah. had to announce Dragon Age Four because otherwise it was like. Okay, what are okay, you then making? Bioware's yeah. dead. Yeah. Mass Effect's dead, but and the truth in the answer is it's been dead all along. But like, 
It's it's a husk. It's the the reapers got them. Yeah, harvested them. Yeah. Well, and speaking of Mass Effect, Henry Cavill, the Witcher, the Superman, is teasing some sort of Mass Effect or Bioware project. Got to be a Netflix series. Could be. He could be doing something like, could be like a super early tease for like a voice acting thing in the game. But he, like, I I don't know. They were teasing like Rex, Liara. I I can't remember all the stuff. But Someone said it was the Mass Effect 3 Wikipedia page was literally the the, Mm -hmm. document that he had in front of him. Uh, Which, yeah, we'll see. I, I think he would be a really good Garrus in a live action Thing. I could say that. And who's our lady, Lady Dimitrescu? <laughs> That's a big question. Um, uh, oh, why am I blanking on her name? I mean, Kate Blanchett. Elizabeth right Debicki, who's tall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know who that is. She's Maybe she's tall. <laughs> okay. She's, she's good there in any, a lot of stuff. Is there but, anything uh, else I would know her from? Uh, did you see the uh, Great Gatsby movie? No. Okay. Um, oh, she. She's been in a bunch of stuff, too. But, um, oh, she is in Tenet. I haven't seen it okay. yet, but... Okay. Oh, she's probably the lady, the one lady in Tenet, so... <laughs> I, okay. Looks like I it, yes. About. Yeah. Brie Larson. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like her, and it would make people now, mad, so I'm now, fine of, for all of that. Now now you've got me on board with the whole... I think she, she, could, totally, she could totally pull it off. Yeah. They'd have to make her a little bit... Uh, CGI her a little bit bigger, <laughs> but uh, that's or they'd have forever. to do like a the little weird pers- just a little bit stuff, like in Lord of the Rings. Probably the perspective stuff would work better, yeah. But she definitely uh, her face, uh, like so she, good. they could frame her face with with like the hair in a way that would make it work. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you have it. Uh, I ship it. Henry Cavill as Garrus Vakarian and Brie Larson as Lady Dimitrescu. I would that's- pay for whatever thing that involved that. So. Look forward to an anime, an, a Mass Effect anime from Netflix, because that's what mm. they call all their animated series. I don't want. I want it to be. A, it's an if anime. They're gonna, if they're gonna adapt Mass, I actually would be kind of excited for a Mass Effect adaptation because I think live it would action. fit TV really well. But it needs to be live action. It should <laughs> but, be. Yes, yeah. it should be live action. Yeah. God, that would be so good. It would be really good if they got a really good cast to play those characters and do a live action. Oh, and good. some good writers his, to work on. They it? have a shepherd. Uh, so that was the day. That's the danger, right? You got to. It's got to be Fem Shep. I mean, I mean yeah. Like no, you've got don't to Chris Pratt as Fem Shep. Oh fuck god, off. fuck that. No. That oh makes god. So mad. That's like that's like the worst. Mm, that's like up there as worst case scenario. No, actually, actually, Brie Larson as Fem Shep is what I yeah. want. She uh-huh. would be a good Fem Shep. That, that would she make could the do right it. people mad. Yeah. She would, would be, be really good. good. Um, her or she could pull um, it off. Yeah. Um. Da, 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 da. Uh, never mind. Keep. I, I have mm, someone yeah. in mind, but I can't. Who? Like, what? What? What is? What has she done? Um. Well, she's smaller than a bread box. <laughs> God, no! I'm not going to get it. <laughs> I'm okay, really cool. reaching here. I have like. Never mind. Okay. Uh. Well. Next up. Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2 um, has been delayed out of 2021. Hardsuit Labs, the developer, has been pulled from the project. 
and a new developer has been put on it, but we don't know who yet. And we don't know like when or like what is going to remain of the game that has been shown or anything like that. So, uh, I, yeah, that game has looked really troubled to me pretty much all along. So, uh, yeah. No. Also, it's not who I was thinking of, but it also just occurred to me. Angel Bassett would be a really cool femme chef. Oh, <laughs> she doesn't. She skews older. Like, yes, uh, but yes, I think it would and work. And I don't. I yeah, don't, I don't think that. that's a problem. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. that could work. Uh, yeah. Oh, she's sixty-two. Wow, she doesn't look it. No. Um, <laughs> no, I saw that. I was like, dang. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the I, I I thought of uh, I don't know her name. The woman who plays Jury in Black Panther. Jury. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Uh, she's Shuri. she's had a she's had Twitter mishaps lately. Oh yeah. Unfortunately, there was some vaccine related. Yeah, right? like anti-vaxxing stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there was boy. also like, if I recall correctly, like other also stuff too. Regina King kicks ass in Watchmen, and could be a Re- oh, Regina King is like subject too. <laughs> anyway. Oh my god! Like I like honestly, I'm like give Regina King anything. So yeah. like yes, mm-hmm. and uh, her uh, feature. Uh, directorial debut was one night in Miami, which was fucking great. And I was like, I gotta watch how, how is, and it was, but it was like, it's like, this is your directorial day, de- like feature directorial <laughs> debut. And it's this great. What? Yeah. Uh, so anyways, I, I, ju- I just remembered that Ben pack posted his, uh, mass. Oh my God. That was so it was, funny. It was just basically the cast of grownups. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he was Karen. I don't remember. It's like Ben Stiller or something. Uh, Garrus. Was it Paul Blart? Maybe. But yeah, it might have been Kevin James. I don't know. Uh, Paul Paul Blart. Just put him in uh, Mass Effect. I don't know. Is Seth Green Joker in whatever adaption they do? It was Chris Rock. Oh, Chris Chris Rock. (laughs) (laughs) Terry Uh, Crews is the elusive or no, sorry, Shaq is the elusive man. I was thinking Terry Crews oh. was Shaq was Shaq. Even better. <laughs> just, just going up to me, the elusive man for the first time. DJ, DJ Shaq is the elusive man. <laughs> the, okay, okay. Oh, also, God. he had... It was Kevin James's Rex. That's what it was. <laughs> okay, oh, yeah. Yeah. okay, okay. Uh, I, I, I'd watch it. Rex, small cop. Paul Rex, Rex Blart, but he still had know, Seth Green as Joker. <laughs> but uh, do do we think Seth Green will be Joker in if they did a live action? I don't think so. I could see. Mm-hmm. No. I could see it. I, I think, don't know. I think they could, but I I, I I don't know. I think I think it makes more sense to just uh, to he, just recast it. He just is Joker. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh yeah, so Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2, maybe that game's never coming out. Maybe it will. I don't know. We'll I, see. I would like to play it, but I guess I'll play the first one instead. I'd like to play it if does, it's good. The first one's good. You can play it now. <laughs> does the first one hold up, would you yes, say? Absolutely. Okay. I think so. Because I saw it because it's on my Steam wish list and I saw it come up on, on sale. So I was there's like, a patch that fixes the the biggest issue. I buy with that, that, maybe? that game they had to stop working on it after they 
put out the first patch and there were still some bugs I needed to fix. Um, mm. So for a long time, it was still kind of messy, but now it's fixed totally because they have, um, there's like a fan patch that solves all mm. the problems. That's very easy to get. There's like guides for it in the Steam forums. It's That game holds up great. It's The RPG systems are a little like, they're aged, but they're not, it still is a really great game to play uh, and, and really fun. If you like stuff like Dishonored and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it's currently last. $10 on Steam. All right. We got we got two news stories here. I don't know who put Noja. What is oh, Noja? that's me because I love that. I mean, that's like my most hyped up game, and it's almost out. Okay, that Noja is coming to Switch next week. I, I don't know what the, yeah. is this is. A visual novel? What is this? It's like the visual novel that's like kind of like a Werewolf Among Us type oh, okay. thing, but it's like think- single player, and it's there's a a procedural generation aspect of it, but also story. And uh, it was already released in Japan, and it was like a cult hit okay. and really sounds- well received and. Sounds really cool as someone who doesn't usually like visual novels because it has these kind of like proc gen, like or randomly generated outcomes that it yeah. sounds like you're actually like trying to solve a mystery, I guess. That's what it mm-hmm. seems like Which is, sounds is cool. that it is. Um, so I am like, that is honestly like has been my most hyped game since I saw the, mm-hmm. uh, since I saw that show up in the, um, uh, which, whichever direct they had it mm-hmm. in. So yeah, but, I'm okay. Yeah. So I'm like, so I I was looking it up because I was like, is there any updates on Nosia? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, it's uh, coming out next okay. week. So I have to book my way through uh, Persona Five Strikers so I can play uh, that. <laughs> and our last news story, I somehow we get to sneak in Daft Punk into as as they break up because apparently there was a Daft Punk version of Luminous in the works. But then Daft Punk were too busy to work on the soundtrack for it, so it never got made. But you have to wonder, what were they doing? Yeah, I, I think it's too bad, but also there's so many really good rhythm games where you can get yeah. custom maps now that you could play a Daft Punk rhythm game in a lot of different yeah. games. So, sure. Um, yeah. But like a, like a custom, like, you know, fully cool. made if- uh you know, new music from Daft Punk, which hasn't happened in a while. Oh well, and, <laughs> and, and won't, won't ever again. And now it least, won't anymore. You know, yeah, uh, I get it. I don't know. I was listening yeah. to Random Access Memories the other day, and it just is like they could never have topped that album. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I get it. Go out on that, and just yeah, is it's a interesting thing to uh, hear. Like, oh, that that was almost another Luminous game, but they were too busy to work on it. That's it's silly, uh, yeah. But uh, and that is gonna do it for this episode. We made it. Three of us, we made it. Yep. Somehow. Yeah. I'm Cyndaquil. Pat, you're Rowlet. Allison, you're the other one. I don't remember what the other. Oh. I'm sorry. I, is it, I don't want to be the other one. The other one, Chikorita. No, no, it's not, Oshawa. No, n- uh, not in. Yeah, it's Oshawa. And it's like, I like Oshawa, I don't know, but I, I don't, just don't want to be I, the I, other one. I, I'm Allison. It's not you. It's Oshawa. <laughs> it's not your. Oshawa's fault. a good Pokemon. I want to be Chikorita. Too bad Chikorita didn't exist in the time of. What the generation Pokemon was Chikorita Legends from? Arceus. Oh, Second, no. you have to wait until the Pokemon and the humans marry and then procreate and create a Chikorita. I'm uncomfortable now. Okay, like we should just kind of call it now. 
That's going to do it for episode 161 of the Gaming Fix podcast on February 27th, 2021. I am your host, Andre Cole, a.k.a. your partner's favorite novelty Twitter account. (laughs) You can find me on Twitter at CoolSlaw, C-O-O-L-S-L-4-W. I'm going to have a review, hopefully, of... Demon Souls going up this week. Uh, Sam at SGCH on Twitter is said he's working on a review of East 9. You can check that out at fix.space. Allison, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at W-R-I-T-E-R-S-E-R-E-N-Y-T-Y. And Pat. You can find me at PJC Plays. Thanks to Jeff Davis for our intro or just our music in general it's intro and outro and that's gonna do it thanks for joining me we'll be back next week with another episode send us an email gaming at fix we'll uh, send enough emails Sam has to answer questions mm-hmm. damn sirs anyways goodbye bye goodbye <laughs>